Welcome back to Bold of You to Say. We're back with another Welcome episode. Welcome to Bold of You to Say! <laughs> we, bring we bring the heat. The heat. You know how it is. Uh, we got a lot of heat to bring. We talked about HBO Max just making the worst business decisions. It's uh, definitely not good. We prefaced that with some some good Steam Deck news. You know, nature is yes. healing. And, the uh, heat from our podcast is making steam. Yeah, if you're on a deck, if you're a, a Google Podcasts user and you're you had to download another app to listen to the show, fucking delete that app, okay? Because we yeah. are on Google Podcasts. Uh, then we yes. talked about Robin Hood Men in Tights, the 1993 in Mel Brooks classic. It's on. Uh, it's on. It's um on it's, my ass. It is on DVD and my butt. Um, or you can rent it from whatever conglomerate of your choice there are timestamps in the description so you can skip around if you want if you want to skip a certain part times out of stamps guys or if you want to get better than this can't wait to get to a certain part use it if you want or don't we can't stop you yeah subscribe so you don't miss the next episode turn on notifications turn on automatic downloads turn it all on guys follow me on on as i can speak and let's jump let's Let's jump into it we always jump into maybe. it. Should we? I think my jump there was a little was a little too enthusiastic. Maybe we I could leap into it. Leap, hop, skip, All jump. Right. One of those. One of those. Whatever preference. We should do one of those into it. Into, into something. Into yes. something which yes. is our content. Yes. That's true. So anyone that listens to this show knows that we are uh, the first person. First persons to ever talk about how Captain America was probably a virgin. Definitely a virgin. He has to be a virgin. So, since this is a world-famous show, and Kevin Kevin Feige watches us and listens to us and takes our input, yes, yes. Uh, it was written into the first episode of She-Hulk uh, that sh- the character She-Hulk uh, has a theory that Captain America was a virgin, and she talks about it in the show. No! And she's like, listen, Bruce, like, think about it. He wasn't getting laid before. He was too busy after. (laughs) And then he's going from, you know, he's frozen for 65 years. And he goes from world-ending event to world-ending event. When would he have? The time. When would he he have done it? And then the car crashes. Um, I love this. I love this so much. Dude, it started with us, though, man. It started with us. Oh, yeah. We were the first people to point it out. Yeah. No one had ever talked about it before. Are you being facetious? Or are we actually the first ones to ever point it out? No, it a lot of oh, this is this is going to be cut out of the show, okay? But a lot of people <laughs> have talked about it before. But no, we were the first. <laughs> no, we were we, we were, were the first. first. Yeah, we were the we first. were the original. Yes, we so, were, and that's that's you know even though the show is bold of you to say, I don't think that's bold of us to say. Oh yeah, yeah, it's the least bold thing we've said. No, yeah, it's it's borderline common knowledge at this point. Yeah, we were. It's like, it's like saying clean your room and saying that that's something profound. Or it's you know, like if someone was like to do that. The Earth is round. That's you know that's we started that too. Yeah, if someone was to give advice that was just clean your room, and then they presented that as something profound, that would be exactly as stupid as as that. That's as this bit. Yeah, as saying that that's bold of you to say. Yes. Yes. So, pay up, Marvel. <laughs> yeah, come on, motherfuckers. So, I've talked about the Steam Deck before on the show a lot. Yes. I've covered yes. from announcement to announcing that it's delayed to announcing that it's delayed again to announcing that it's delayed again. Um, but it's actually, they've been ramping up production. And I'm happy about that. 
That's good. That? I actually have yeah. we have good news. What's up this time? So they actually announced twice. They were like, we're ramping up production. We're getting units out there. Then they were like, yeah, we're fucking we're going even further. We are frankly speeding up. Wow. I got mine. I got my my email that I, it was like yours is available. You can buy it. I put in my deposit uh, last September. This is this is my goddamn electric car, Bruce. I got my <laughs> goddamn electric car. Nice, man. Yeah. So is it like is it as powerful as a PC or what? Yeah, it, it is a PC basically. Oh. Yeah. And it's pretty neat. Yeah, it starts at four hundred dollars, which like it's manageable. Yeah. Like that's, that's, like, that's like a console. Yeah, that's like that's, a console. Yeah, you know, for the performance and like for like like that's what you would pay like on the lowest end. Yeah. Um for like a a PC that can play that can like functionally play games, right? Bro, let me put it this way. And that's way. just for the PC. But Bro, this is this has my, like a controller, a screen, everything built in. It's a contained unit. The con- the computer I'm currently recording on actually was roughly $2,000. Granted, it does a lot of other things too, but it still lags on Minecraft. Yeah. Yeah, the Steam Deck, it's like primarily a gaming thing, but yeah, it is also a computer. You can plug it into a monitor. Yeah. You can plug in a yeah. keyboard. You can just, you can dock it, use it like a normal computer. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. So I, I need to, I need to open up about something, Alex. Yes. Um, so I feel, I, I feel the, um, adultness of life starting to, um, just destroy me. Yeah. Which is that I'm like, Hey, I should download steam on my computer and I should download or buy fallout three in new Vegas and just play them just because I've gotten really into the lore. I think the gameplay would be fun too. And then I'm like, my adult brain is saying, Gavin, you need all the money you can get when you get to college. One. Yeah. One, when will you have time to play these games? Two. And three, you also need to have a social life along with the extracurriculars you're going to be doing. When will you have time to play Fallout? Look, that's true. Well, is it, I think it's still on sale. So if you yeah. just get Fallout 3, let me see. I'm, my is. point is, if my you, adult if you, mind is... If you just want to do one, I think you should be allowed one. Fallout 3 Game of the Year Edition is on sale for six six fifty nine, so like less than seven dollars. That's like Taco Bell money. That's Taco Bell money. That is yeah. less than what I pay for dinner a lot of times. Bros at Bethesda were originally selling this game on console for like sixty bucks. Yeah, yeah. So if this you just want to like, this is like a this is a tenfold decrease. Yeah, if you just want to put down your lunch money and get yourself this game, treat yourself. Before college starts, while you have the time, you know, if you just put in like a couple days worth of TikToks, you know, you can have this game done. I don't done. make TikToks, Alex. I don't make TikToks. I mean, like worth of watching TikTok, you know? Yeah, I don't even watch. I watch dumb videos on YouTube. The time so, that you I mean, put into that, you can put it into Fallout Three, get it done in like a few days, and then you can worry about adult stuff. Then you can go to college and you know, have a career or whatever. And get my credit card. Yeah. And use get it into to buy student debt, get into credit to card debt. Fucking I'll, I'll beat you up, put you in medical debt. I mean, <laughs> hell, hell. You're a triple threat. <laughs> I'll, kill your fucking, I'll kill your parents. Yeah. And I'll take their identities and then I'll use all the money to yeah. buy it. 
buy a million copies of Fallout Four. Fallout I'll, I'll Three. I'll kill you. <laughs> I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> I think one of the funniest. I'll blow bits up your house. I'll fucking. I'll blow up the city. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna blow up the city. What is that from, anyway? It's from Spider-Man Two. Who says it? Uh, Doc Ock before he turns into Doc Ock. That's really funny. Yeah, it's the scene when he's gonna talking to Peter and his wife is there, and he's like, "Oh, and they're like drinking drinking coffee." And yeah, and he's like, "Rose, can you believe it? He thinks I'm gonna blow up the city. He thinks I'm gonna blow up the city." <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's I love great. that so much. I love it. Uh, um. Yeah, but adult, uh, I'm so Hashtag good at talking adulting. myself. Adulting. I'm so good at talking myself out of um, having fun. Yeah, you got to stop that. I'm so good at being like. What if like, you died tomorrow? If I died tomorrow, I'd be so relieved. Yeah, I'd be no glad idea. that we got this episode done. Yeah, me too. I'd be like, hey, I'd be on my like last words would be like, last breath would be like, at least we got the episode done. <laughs> I need to write down my recommendation of the week. Of the week? <laughs> recommendation of the week? Wait, wait. It's my turn to pick a movie. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, buy Fallout. Like, just yeah. do it. Uh, is Fallout 3 the one that plays I don't want to set the world on fire? Is um, that Fallout 3? Or is that Fallout 4? It's one or both of those. I think there's a lot of overlap in the soundtrack, but it's still like oh, okay. the same vibe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, yeah. But yeah, I actually, I'm getting mine probably by the end of next week. I'm getting my Steam Deck. I'm really oh, excited yeah. for that. I got oh, like yeah. the, the middle tier model. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I, I personally wouldn't recommend getting the base model like as cheap as it is at $400. A little skinny, a little skinny there. Well, the only difference really is the storage. So the base model oh, has 64 gigabytes of EMMC storage, which is like the shit that they put in like those like, you know, $100 Walmart laptops. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but EMMC stands for eat my massive cock. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It, it shouts at you. It says eat my massive cock and, cool. and, it, and it kisses your mother in front of you. In front of you. Yeah. With the dick in her hand, though. like Yeah, his, but it also is like a slower is kind hand. of storage. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but the two <laughs> tiers above it have NVMe SSDs, which are a lot faster. MV, my vagina, my... It's NVMe. NV... Oh, shit. Nice vagina. Give me a sec. Nice vagina Microsoft Excel. That's what it stands for, actually. <laughs> oh. Goddamn. Yeah, man, so, I don't use the term master comedian often, but man, this show. <laughs> Dude, we're it's popping great. off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll say anything. You can't cancel us. Do Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Check uh, out our show in the Daily Wire about how we're being silenced. We're small. And, uh, we don't really say anything that controversial, honestly. Yeah, we say very agreeable things. <laughs> and, and when we do say something that's generally disagreeable, we, we mention that we're joking. Yeah. At least I do. Well, it's it's too late. To say it's too late to change the title to uh, agreeable of you to say. <laughs> you know, I already filed the patents. I already, yeah. You know, the merch is already in the warehouse. Yeah, yeah. We're not selling well, it. Then. I'm just 
I yeah, like, we already like sold clothes. t-shirts, man. Like, yeah. what can I say? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, have you been following anyway. this stuff with HBO Max? I haven't. Please inform me. Yeah, so, like, I, I'm sure if you just go on Twitter, like, you'll find someone talking about it because it's such a Is big HBO thing. HBO Max fuck someone's mom. Yeah, they fucked someone's mom, and then they merged with uh, Discovery. Did you at least hear about the merger? Uh, I vaguely remember the aftertaste of hearing that. Yeah, so Warner Brothers and Discovery are merging and becoming, uh, I think, Warner Discovery or Discovery, whatever. They're lazily merging their names. And so they both have streaming services, HBO Max and Discovery Plus. Yeah. And they're, like, trying to sort out, like, basically, like, custody. It's like a reverse divorce, but it's somehow worse. Before we go on, I just want to point out how streaming services are just basically becoming tv again they are they really are yeah like so warner brothers and discovery are like sorting out their shit right they have all these shows um did you hear about the batgirl movie they were making a batgirl movie they're like in the midst so they got through pre-production yeah and then guess what they're like hey we're merging cancel it no no then they did production but then guess what okay Hey, we're merging. Cancel it. Then they got into post-production. And then guess what? Then they were were like, hey, we're merging. Shut it down. We're canceling this. What the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This movie was made. This movie was made. They put like a hundred million dollars into it. Hold on. Let me let me get an act. Let me get uh, an estimate. Um, Batgirl budget. Ninety million dollars. Yeah, man. $90 $90 million was put into this movie. And so, like, hey, the wait, rationale Alex, Alex, the okay. rationale for Alex, this stuff Alex, is that they're okay. trying to save I know money. Why. It's okay, Alex. It's okay because because um, the, the person who's on the top of HBO Max got his bonus. So everything's fine. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's, like, because they're saying that it's to save money, right? They don't want to go it's through all the expense done. of, like, putting this movie out and, like, you know, it's finishing already- the editing. I mean, I get it if it's like we don't want to go through through the legal expenses of figuring out who gets what share of this movie. Sure. With the merger. Sure. But they had a chance. I kind of get that, but still. They had a chance of making a profit off of it before, but now there is no chance. That is $90 million in the hole for this movie that people wanted to see. Okay. How about this? What if there's just some rich dude or like... I don't know, even a GoFundMe. That's just like, buy the rights of this movie from from these dudes. Buy the rights. Yeah. Just the rights. And then just release it for free. Yeah, well, I wish that we didn't have this, like, capitalist organization of of production. Because, like, if it wasn't for this corporation, like, being more willing to throw out the movie than go through the trouble of putting it out. Like if if it if it wasn't yeah. for them wanting to hold on to their like capital and you know basically like hog shit right, they could yeah. just say hey we don't want to go through the trouble of putting this out, like just fucking have the footage, yeah like have the well, footage then, finish it like, for us and then watch it if you want. Well, and that well that's the thing though like I just the part of me a part of me just doesn't understand why you would make a movie and then just toss it, um. And a part of me kind of understands why you would hold on to an asset like that, though. Like, if you want to release, eventually release it later, like, it makes 
some sense just to be like, it's finished, but we're going to put it on the back burner for now. Maybe. Until we get the legal stuff sorted out. Um, I, you know, They haven't point, said anything about wanting to like put it off. Like It's just indefinitely canceled. Stupid. Yeah. Dumb. Yeah, I like it's dumb. so I if it wasn't for like people worried about maintaining the value of their assets, like if it was just about the art, like they could just be like, hey, here's the footage. Here's a fucking Dropbox link. Like there's yeah. so many people out there that have like a passion for this that would be willing who would go frame by frame to finish it up. People will rotoscope details. shit like like people yeah. have the ability and the willingness to put in the work to finish this because you know they what else like is an the issue character. Too? You know what else might be an issue? Because I'm pretty sure actors get a cut of box office sales. Yeah. But there's going to be so, no box office sales. Exactly. That's the issue. It might be in their contracts that they have to get box office sales, which requires them to, to put it into the box office. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why that might be why they can't. Well, actually like, this wasn't uh, uh, going to be theatrical theatrically released. It was an oh, HBO was Max uh, project. Oh, see, I keep on bringing like valid points to you, Alex, and then you keep on sorry me with reality sorry, and making I'll, shit shittier. I'll, I'll warp reality if it makes you feel better. Because like, if it was going to be released in theaters, I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, because actors get to cut a box office and box yeah. office, blah 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 blah. Yeah, and we've gone but, through stuff no, like that before, it. like Disney Plus releasing Black Widow, like that had a whole issue with box office yeah. cuts. Yeah. And you know what? I mean, and I want to mention that, like, make a point with that too. That kind of thing really shows how even actors can sometimes be the small guy. Yeah. Right? Like, actors are like, no, I did the work for this movie. I deserve my cut of the pay. Yeah. Also, right? VFX I mean, artists yes. should be unionized. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I just recently heard pharmacy technician, there's a pharmacy technician union now. That's good. Which, that's awesome. Um, if I become a pharmacy technician again, I will definitely try to start a, a union. That's um, good. Or I'm just, or future employers who might employ me as a pharmacy technician. I'm just ooh, joking. Ooh, I don't, I don't like unions. They just take a cut of your paycheck and they don't do nothing. And I know that you have the best interest in mind. And I know you know better than me. And uh, I know and, you know more and, about what you need than I do. Ooh, but I, I, I know <laughs> that your corporation looking out for your uh, money interests. Mm, but I'm I trust you to look after me too. Yeah, dude. My last days at CVS, dude. My give a damn was so far. Like there was this um like one final question. It's like an interrogation at CVS when you're going through a transaction. There's like a million questions. Um, but one of the last questions was, would you like to make a donation to Feeding America? Hey, instead you want a credit that, card? Yeah, but instead of saying that, I said, do you want to make a donation to CVS trust fund? <laughs> That's great. Or Did I you think get in I trouble either for that? said that. No, I, I was leaving. It was like oh. my last week. What are you going to do? Fire me? <laughs> hey, you want to buy so the like, CEO a new yacht? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I, I, I said that. Or would you like to donate to CVS's tax break? That's great. Because that's what it is. Yeah. That's li- like they do not fucking care about about poor, hungry people. They don't. They don't, bro. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. Like if you are worried about like donating to charity and helping the little guy don't do it at the checkout line just yeah do it directly to them why do you need patients who are buying stuff to actually make themselves better why would you need patients to donate to feeding america one way they could do it on their own volition and two 
when CVS, being a big Fortune 500 company, could just donate a million dollars anyway. Yeah, it's like when like celebrities, like millionaire celebrities, tweet out GoFundMe links. I d- no, I don't get. It. It's I, like, I, hey, your anyway. yearly income is a drop in the bucket for me, but chucking a few bucks for this cancer patient here when I could pay for their entire treatment. Dude, I remember, I think it was, I forget if it was Facebook or Microsoft did something like that. And they said, like, if you reach, like, $25,000 in donations, but you also have to sign up for this this Microsoft thing. If you if you get this many signups, we'll donate a million dollars to this. Yeah. Just and donate. People were like, yeah. Well, people were like, fuck you, just donate. Yeah. And Microsoft, and, like, a lot of people just, like, who were already signed up for the thing that they wanted people to sign up for, canceled their accounts. And were like, no, fuck you. Yeah. And Microsoft was like... They put out a public statement. They're like, hey, we realized this is kind of tone deaf. Yeah. Um, like, I want to be clear, we, like, when celebrities do it, like, I, they have a lot of money, but I don't expect them to, like, put all of their money into charity or whatever. But, like, if you're going to tweet out a link like that, like, at least put in a proportional amount to what you expect me to put in. Well, you also, yeah, that, there's, there's that. And, like, if I'm supposed to put point. in, like, 10 bucks into this, like, you should put in, like, 10,000, right? Like, if it's proportional yeah. to our incomes. I mean, I, I would even go as far as to say, if you're going to ask patients to round up their total to Feeding America, you should d- at least double that yeah, on match behalf it. of CVS. Because usually it's like between two and five cents anyway. Yeah. Right? What is, what, what is triple five cents? Fifteen cents. Yeah. Right? Even that's kind of a spit in the face, honestly, but still. Yeah. But yeah, there's there's actually more. <laughs> there are more victims of the crossfire with this HBO merger or the Warner Brothers merger. Yeah, are they fire, laying off a lot of people? Well, that too. Um, but also, do you know the show Infinity Train? No, but continue. Yeah, I think it's a bit more niche. I mean, it's popular, but I don't think a lot of you know normies have heard of it. I only heard of it because I know someone that's really into it. But yeah. it was a Cartoon Network show that was put on hbo max it was actually like taken off the network i think after a couple seasons and then it was just streaming only mm-hmm. but it has four seasons it's kind of like an anthology thing it's about this train it's um it's one of those uh kind of like sci-fi concepts where like you get on the train and you have to like work through some personal shit right and then like the okay. train goes on forever there's all these different cars with different mm. themes and some of them are like entire civilizations within this train car yeah it's like cool sci-fi shit like that i've okay. i've watched like a season and a half of it it's pretty good okay yeah so it's canceled but not only that it is also not on hbo max anymore it's not on cartoon network every video featuring infinity train has been taken off of youtube like all, all all of the official ones, I mean, all social media posts about Infinity Infinity Train are off the internet. The DVD listings are taken down. There are no mentions. There are no official mentions of this show at all. They're like it's trying to spooky. gaslight us into thinking it never existed. I, you know, the people who now have DVDs of what is it, Infinity Train? Yeah. People who now have DVDs of Infinity Train, those things have just shot up in value. Yeah, after hearing about it yesterday, I like, I looked on eBay and I was like, well, you know, if I got, I got to see if I can get a copy of this. Yeah, you know, like just to preserve it. Yeah, because it's not going to be anywhere except for like pirating yeah. websites. Mm-hmm. Um, and I looked and there was there were 
two i think there was well there was one listing on ebay it was an auction for like the season two dvd and it was like two hundred dollars yeah it was like well over two hundred dollars yep and like people were still bidding on it yeah on amazon i think you can get season one and then season two is listed but it's listed as out of stock that's great great. yeah i was able to get it through a shady google drive link on twitter weird yeah so i do have it in glorious 360p because there was never a blu-ray release there's never been an official hd release of this show only what only on streaming Blu-ray, by the way hmm? what is blu-ray by the way like w- like what is it like at all like what's the difference between that and like dvd so dvds are 480p they're standard definition and okay. blu-rays are 1080p oh yeah okay yeah, so like all of the HD movies that I have on Plex, those are DVD rips. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's basically they're built differently too. Blu-rays have like a like a coating on the disc that makes them harder yeah, to scratch. That. Okay. And DVD players don't play Blu-rays; they can't play Blu-rays. But is this too much information? But it's like a different like disc Format? architecture. Okay. And yeah. also probably like you know too high of a bit rate too like different processors and stuff but blu-ray players can play can play dvds so it's backwards compatible all right so if you just have a blu-ray player you can just you're good yeah but also if you have like a playstation like a playstation 3 or a playstation 4 playstation 5 you got a blu-ray player yeah it has a blu-ray player built in that's fucking awesome yeah i think playstation 3s for a while well i don't quote me on this i know playstation 2s were the most popular dvd player when they came out PlayStation yeah. 3s might have repeated that with Blu-ray. Okay. But yeah, I, I think it's because Sony owns the like the technology. So they were okay. just like, we'll put yeah. it in our shit. Like, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. fuck it. I love what Xbox things are like also it like can play Blu-rays, but it's a more complicated process. You have to like download a separate application. Okay. But gotcha. yeah, that's basically the difference. Close Enough is another show that got canceled after three seasons. It's a really good... Do you know regular show? Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. Same creator, same voice actor. Okay. Um, yeah. it's basically the same vibe as regular show, but it's more like adult. There's swearing. There's it, it, Okay. It's great show. Uh and yeah. it got canceled after 3 seasons and it is also no longer on HBO Max. I looked it up just before we recorded. Got to love them. Yeah, and that one actually never got a physical release at all. No DVD, no Blu-ray. Nice. Yeah, nice. so Wow. If you want to watch it, just go fuck yourself. You know, there should be some like it is it is I'm listed. Not... I will say it is listed. Like you can buy the episodes and the seasons like on iTunes or Google Play. Yeah. I don't recommend that because it merges the worst parts of streaming with the worst parts of buying physical releases. Yeah. Because you have to pay for it like a physical release. But unlike a physical release, uh, and like streaming, it can just be taken down whenever. You're yeah. not, you're not, you're only buying the license to stream it. You know, and correct me if this is already a thing. I just feel like when there are mergers. <laughs> Sorry, I'm yawning. <laughs> Sorry, I had a yawn there. I feel like when there are mergers like this, um, there should be some sort of like ethics committee on part, like on the part, like there might be some government. Part of it, like regulation with regards to like, I don't know, stuff and things. Um, but just to make sure that the fans are like served well. Yeah. Right. Just to make sure like 
not even like a PR thing, just to make sure like the fans get what they either paid for or what they have been held on a line for for a, a long time. Yeah, well, also it it's important for like archiving and preservation. Yeah, for like, sure. Like I these just, shows, like close enough, especially because it doesn't have a physical release. Like, yeah. its existence is at the will of of Warner Brothers. And if they decide yeah. we don't want to host on, on HBO Max anymore, like they did, they can just stop hosting it. And then you yeah. have no official legal way to watch it. Yeah. You have and, no I mean, and official it's, it's... legal way mm-hmm. to watch it that we can condone. Just we like cannot condone... condone going to certain websites or seeking out Google Drive links. No. We cannot condone that because it's illegal and r- it's r- r- wrong. It's very wrong. Very wrong. It's it is not morally correct in instances like this. Guys, guys, illegally pirating DVDs and cartoons is wrong. Mhm. Yeah. It's wrong. It is it is in it's incorrect to do. You, we cannot condone it. No, just say it's R O N G. It's R O N G. That's not yeah, how man. you spell wrong. Is that like a different That's is the it- point, Alex! Oh, that's yeah? the point. <laughs> okay. I just don't know what the joke is. It's cause it's like I'm not actually saying it's wrong, but I'm saying it's oh, wrong. Oh, I see. I see you. English is stupid. Why should I follow its rules? It is. Yeah. It's HBO really, Max no, is stupid. Yeah, English and HBO Max are each I think independently a simple, stupid. I think a simple solution would be like if if you are like a major corporation like Warner Brothers is or Disney or or Apple or any other other of these media companies and you have like a streaming service and you have these like massively popular like shows and and movies. I mean, I don't know if like I would extend it to every release on these platforms, but definitely the ones with like a following at least, yeah. right? Yeah. There should be some kind of rule, some way to enforce these shows and movies getting physical releases, right? At least for the yeah. big ones, you know, make make it so that they have to have some kind of DVD and or Blu-ray available so people yeah. can buy it and, you know, preserve it, keep it in their collections, watch it years down the line, right? Mm-hmm. Or at the very least, like, you know, some like websites you can like buy or like some like smaller like indie, you know, like producers like Louis C.K. does this with his specials now that he's like not on Netflix or anything like he you can buy his specials and you can download them. Yeah. So do something like that. Have it so you can like buy. But if you don't agree with Louis C.K., don't do that with his stuff. Yeah, if you don't agree with them, don't support them. If you don't want to do whatever you want. I'm just listing yeah. that as an example of a, a model that can be done, right? So if you Fuck have... It, this, so this could be good with like smaller productions, right? Yeah. Stuff that isn't, you know, well, big you enough know, to justify a physical release. Make it so that people can at least buy and then download the uh, the episodes or the movies. And then they can host it on something like Plex. Yeah, well, and it, but that, you know, that is an issue because then it also goes down to like who owns the rights to the, to the, to the thing for streaming. What I think should be done. Well, like it, it, with that, you're not buying the rights or anything. You're just buying a license to download this media. Yeah. It's already a solved is, problem. So then what is Plex then? 
Plex, it's just a program that you can use to host your own files. Okay. So like other people can it's legal it. for me to back up my movie collection, make a digital backup of yeah. it. And then I can use Plex to read those files. And if I'm logged into the same account, I can stream from my Plex server. Oh. That's that's what Plex is. That's really neat. Yeah. So um, I have Jonathan, my server in the living room. Yeah. And I have all of my movie files on him. I have my TV show files. And I just yeah. use Plex to stream the files from that server. So, I mean, when it, with relevance to streaming services, um, I see a very large need for some sort of, of general, just very loose, I wouldn't say very loose, but very just general regulation yeah. when it comes to how you can or cannot cancel or how you can or cannot um, put on hold certain projects. Because um, at the end of the day, like the, the people who paid a subscription to see the content, mm-hmm. right? And if you just cancel it, especially if they're just trying to see the content, right? Yeah. It, it undermines that transaction. Yeah. I would also like to see a more, you know, a more streamlined, quick way, you know, for things to go into the public domain. Like the way that yeah. it is now, it's like, you know, like a thousand years after the artist's death or whatever, it goes into the public domain. It's like a ridiculously yeah. long time. It's like 90 years after the artist's death. Yeah. Stuff goes and into the public thanks, domain. It used to be like 50 years, but thanks to Disney, it's been extended. Yeah. It, well, it used to, I don't even know if it was 50 years. It was either way. It was a lot sooner. It was just supposed to be long enough for the person who made the idea to make a buck and retire. Yeah. Yeah. And now Disney has like warped that. They're like weekend at Bernie's in Walt Disney's frozen head. And they're like, this guy needs to earn money from his creations. Yeah. It's like, are you are you the guy? Well, we have the same name as him. We stole his name and his likeness, and we and we uh we uh claim his we art as our own. We desecrated his corpse. Hmm? We desecrated his corpse. Yeah. So that makes us him. Yeah. Yeah. Corporations are people. Remember that. Um. Yeah. I mean, legally. Yeah. Which legally is speaking. Unfortunate because you never see like you see corporations getting sued, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But you never see individuals who are in charge of making those decisions get punished. Yeah. Yeah. They can hide behind the whole corporations or people thing. Right. It, it's almost like that decision was made on behalf of those corporations. It's crazy. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, it's almost like uh, it only benefits them. Crazy. <laughs> I'm starting to think that the government is corrupt. I, I don't know about ooh, you, but I'm starting to think I, that. Well, I mean, going back to what I was saying about streaming services, sorry, I, I agree with you, um, but uh, I, I think there should be a, I wouldn't say like a union, but definitely a regulatory thing. Or a saying, union. Or like, a, I mean, I'm not even saying a union, I'm just saying like an organization or something that has, I mean, yeah, I guess a union, that has a lot of, uh, a lot of power with the streaming services. Yeah, like a union say, of artists. I guess so. Like, hey, if you're not going to serve the fans correctly um, or stand by the terms of your subscription service. Yeah. Um, we're not going to make content for you. Yeah. Well, and you're. Yeah. So I, I think fire us I, I think because, these yeah, corporations, instead of allowing them to just hoard hoard assets and like sit on them and and keep them from the public and from their creators, like the creators of these shows are like. Like one of them tweeted out like, hey, this sucks. 
like I can pirate this show if I want. Like I can pirate yeah. my own show, but my kids yeah. can't do that. Yeah. You know, I yeah. I believe that if these like if Warner Brothers isn't going to use these assets or like, you know, these these shows, these characters, whatever. Yeah. Like the the rights should lapse back to the creators. I think that's fair. Yeah, like, I mean like if I, if Warner Brothers cancels like close enough or Infinity Train and in addition they have no solid plans or no plans at all to actually use these shows again or or air these shows again like it should go back to the artists, the people that created them. You know, the rights should go back and they should decide when and where and how they want this show to be viewed. I think that's fair. Um, I think a better way to standardize that practice would be like, imagine if you were, would like a hill, right? Like a hump, hump or a hill, right? And let's say they're working on a project, a new project, and it's not yet over that hump where it's going into the final stages of production to being finalized. Like Batgirl? Let's say it gets, like Bat, I mean, yeah, let's say it's, it's like, it's very, it's over the hump. They just have to do some like final finishing up stuff, right? If it's over that hump, they can't cancel it. They're not allowed to cancel it. Yeah. Right? Even if a merger happens, they have to see it through to release. Now, if it's not over that hump, right, and it's still in the heavy stages of production and yeah. pre-production. Well, I think the threat of then, the rights then, lapsing then, 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 would then just incentivize listen, them. Just listen. Just listen. If it's not yet over that hump and they cancel it, the rights go back to the creators who are working on it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, think that's, that's a, good, a good structure, a good way to do it. You know, yeah. even if you don't want to say, like, you know, Warner Brothers has to go through with it, you could say, all right, you don't have to go through with it, but the light, the rights will then lapse. the rights go to the creator. Yeah. yeah. Then they'll be like... Yeah, I think that's fair. Well, shit. And then they decide if shit. it's worth it. Yeah, And then exactly. either way, um, we get it. We get to view it. And the only thing that's kind of difficult to gauge about that is, like, what you determine to be over the hump in terms of production, right? Yeah. So, like, I mean, I, I mean, you can go into the logistics of it, right? Like, you can go into the logistics of the, of the production and figure out why it may or may not be difficult than other productions or why it may, may or may not be easier than other productions and determine where you are in that process. But it's doable. That's doable. Yeah. Right? Like, you can just go to the, the director and be like, hey, where are we? Yeah. I mean, I, I think yeah. at any stage of production, if you're going to cancel the project... I think it's fair for the rights to go back to the creator. Then they can decide, do I, you know, is it worth it for me to put in the time, the effort and the money to finish this project? Yeah. Or do I want to sell it to another studio or what? Exactly. Well, what I'm thinking is like once it's over that hump, the, 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 the service, the, the, the studio that's making it has to finish it and pay people for finishing it and yeah. finalize the work and release it. Yeah. Right? Because that's what fans have paid for if you've done a streaming service, right? Yeah. But if it's not yet, if it's not worth the investment for what may be happening in the current financial context, um, then they should lapse the rights over back to the creators if they choose to finish it up. Yeah. Yeah. And this situation yeah. that we're in right now isn't good for anyone. It's not good for the no. viewers because Everyone's obviously we don't get to watch the these corporations shows. that own the rights. It's not good for the creators because now they're getting screwed out of one, having the their job. art viewed and seen and two they're not getting residuals that's the whole reason this stuff happened the whole reason that these shows were taken down and canceled is because they didn't want to like pay out the residuals it was also a tax thing too 
But a big part is they don't want to pay the creators for having their shows seen. So they're just like, we won't have anything about this show out there. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like they're just making a string of the worst financial decisions ever because they were doing fine, at least as far as I know, like like things were fine before the merger. Well, Here's the thing. Like the thing that I um, I I think you and I would somewhat agree with, like capitalism is that, uh, you know, it's fair in the sense it should be fair in the sense that um, when you take a risk, it can go good and it can go bad. Right. Yeah, that's why I get so mad at like landlords when they're like, like if something goes wrong with the property and they're like, you got to pay for this. It's like, bro, what do I pay you rent for? Yeah, you took the risk. That's why I pay you. Right. That's what you say. And so I see a lot of corporations, um, especially streaming services now and like non-essential stuff like you won't die if you don't see your TV show. But Mm -hmm. still, it's the principle. I, I see them wanting to take risks, but not having to deal with the repercussions. Yeah, I mean that's like all. That's everyone all else has to do, just like everyone else has to do, right? Yeah. And not only that, but like the greed gets into it when it's they don't want to deal with the repercussions, and then when the rep- repercussions happen, they don't want to pay for it. Yeah, yeah. Capital. <laughs> no one hates capitalism more than capitalists when they have to take a loss. Yeah, yeah. Funny how that works, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> Crazy. Like, like the whole, like the whole Robin Hood uh, finas- fiasco. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When, uh, when Reddit started fucking, um, I forget the exact term, but they started doing some funny shit so to the GameStop. Yeah, that the hedge GameStop funds were trying stuff. to short st- short sell GameStop, GameStop. GameStop stock, and Reddit was stopping them from doing that. It was so great. Yeah, they were amazing. like pushing the value down. Then everyone on Reddit was like, "Wait, I see what they're doing here. We should buy in now." So then they like have to buy back. Because that's the plan. They want to buy it back at the lowest price. Yeah. <laughs> let's hold their. Let's hold the stock. Let's make them buy it from us. And then yeah. Robin Hood was like, "No, no, 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 no. I, we no, don't no, 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 exist no, no. to serve you. We exist to serve them." And the, it's funny because even like that situation, like, was looked down upon bipartisanly. Like you had the likes of Ted Cruz and AOC actually agreeing on something. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, like Ted it, Cruz. The dude who, like, actively tries to uh, destroy uh, female rights and tries to be a lapdog to Trump. Yeah, professional um, dildo banner, Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz and um, professional dominatrix slash congresswoman AOC. Yeah. She's not a dominatrix, but t- Ben Shapiro said something one time, and now we all see her like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ben Shapiro was saying in every way except with his words, a- AOC, I want you to step on me. Yeah, step on my balls. Yeah. In your high Let's just say shoes. hypothetically, you stepped on my balls. <laughs> and I said hypothetically, yes, mommy more. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, yeah, the the whole Robin Hood situation, it only benefits Robin Hood. Everyone else, from yeah. like the hardest left like socialist or communist to the furthest right anarcho capitalist sees that and they see Robin Hood is the villain. Yeah. Robin Hood is really not living up to their name <laughs> actually. No, and that was a really bad PR thing. They were stealing from the poor and giving to the rich. Giving to the rich. How about that? That's 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 irony right there. Right. So did the hedge funds get what they wanted then at the end of the day? I don't remember how exactly it ended. I hope there was at least some cog in the in the system yeah well actually now that i think of it i think a few hedge funds like went out of business 
<laughs> and they tried to like play for sympathy. They were trying to be like, look at what you've done to us. Now we have to find jobs at other hedge funds. Like, okay. Yeah. Do it. You took a risk and that risk didn't pay off. Uh, or, or you could get a real job. You fucking bum. And like, I, I want to make a comparison here, but before I make this comparison, I want to say like, I respect law enforcement, um, but it's like when like law enforcement officers like are, are really uh, yeah. like offended at the risks that they take every day yeah. to defend the the constitution. It's like yeah, that that that's what you signed blue up. Blue lives matter. It's like uh, I mean, okay, you can take off yeah, the blue. But you yeah, you like wear the blue. You know that right? You chose this job. Like, Why? you don't know the risks that I take. I could. You should know. Yeah. When oh I God. start shooting at people, sometimes they shoot back. It's like, get a different sometimes job. Sometimes people are dangerous. Yeah. You're a cop. That's like, that's like that's firefighters. It's like if firefighters were like, you don't know the risks that we take. Sometimes we have to rescue people from burning buildings. I've never heard a firefighter complain about that. They don't. Though. They don't do that because they're, they're good and based. Firefighters yeah. are up here. Cops, way out of frame. You know, I feel like firefighters are a good mix of like manly responsibility and also like a true, honest goal. Yeah. Yeah. Firefighters, as far as I know, are just good. They're, they're, they're just cool. Yeah. A, it's a good institution. It's something that we concretely, materially need. Yeah. You know, we, we need law enforcement. Like, in a vague sense. Like, we need people to make sure that, like, you know, Two-Face isn't out there taking hostages and robbing banks, right? Like, yeah. We yeah. need something to stop that from happening. Now, do we need a group of, you know, you know, hopped up guys with warrior training trying to stop a mental health crisis? And, uh, like, do we need a, a ragtag group of militia members dude, that shoot dogs? No. What I say... Would I say we need a law enforcement um, official who um, whose job is mainly to enforce laws that are are being uh, violated to deal with a mental health crisis? No. Would I say we need someone who's uh, uh, been trained to deal with mental health crises, crises and like who isn't some kind also of armed? social worker, like some kind of person who knows how to handle those situations do we need a man with a gun and warrior training to buy weed from someone and then arrest that person for selling them weed selling weed probably not no i'd say we probably don't need that i'd say no yeah i don't i don't think we need that but i would like to preface this by saying like law enforcement is needed yeah like we need someone who at the end of the day will be like no no you you need to stop at a stoplight. Yeah. If, yeah. Like, well, that's it, necessary. Like, we need law enforcement. Yes. Do we need stormtroopers? No. 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 But we do need someone to put out fires. Yes. We do need someone uh, to drive a big red truck really fast down the street, really loud, truck. not yeah. caring yeah. who's in the way. We need them rushing to the burning building and just shooting water at it rescuing cats and dogs you know i've never heard of water killing anyone <laughs> except it it does it does kill a lot of people a year but not for like it's not intent there kills fire no one shoots 
No one, I've never heard of someone shooting water hard enough to kill someone. Say what you will, water is the number one way to put out fire. I would agree with that. That's yeah. bold of me to say. I know. I, ooh. I mean, and when I said I, I've never heard of water being shot hard, like, I, 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 I know, like, back in the 60s, they would shoot, like, yeah, water now that you mention it, protesters. Now, so now that you I, mention it. I predact they that probably still actually, do that. Actually. They probably still do that sometimes. So, with that said, they probably do uh, water I, bursts between rubber bullets right yeah. into reporters' eyes. That should be illegal if you're going into a fire hydrant. What do you, you know mean? Because, I mean? like, if you're a cop and you're trying to put down a, a, a protest or something or a riot or whatnot, like, fire hydrants are for when a house is on fire. Oh, yeah. Not for fucking people. Yeah, that's misuse of city resources. That's misuse of city ro- resources. Yeah. Like, also deadly, too. Like, like what, what the fuck? Yeah. Anyway, firefighters, mostly based. I like them. Yeah. They're pretty cool. Warner Brothers, Discovery, not based. Fuck, Very bro. cringe. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my, my takeaway is try and buy physical media for shows that you like if there's a physical release. You know, just in case. I bought the first two seasons of Harley Quinn like a month ago. And I was like, I probably don't need this, but, you know, I got a decent price for it. You know, I got Blu-ray, so it's, you know, good quality. And now I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of glad that I did that because like, you yeah. never know. Like people never know. have been saying this, like you never know when they could just take stuff down. But now it's happening. Yeah. Like now it, we are in the midst of watching a streaming service collapse. Like this might be the end of HBO Max. Like. I know that they're trying to reshuffle stuff by the, I just remembered another part of this. Like they're trying to like work on their marketing. Right. And they're like, you know, comparing numbers and they're like, Hmm, seems like men like HBO max and women like discovery plus. So now they're like reshuffling what goes on. What? So like, I think it's like you have to pay for now two separate things. Like <laughs> yeah, we got the boy streaming service and we got the girl streaming service. Like one of them gets like the big bang one theory. Thing. One of them gets the cooking channel. Um, Anyway, I see a lot of people canceling their HBO Max subscriptions. Yeah. I, I don't see this working out very well financially. But I do like seeing Netflix slowly eat shit. I do like that. I do. That's fun. The thing I with like streaming it, I, is that it only works if you have a monopoly. Yeah. Well, Otherwise, also, it's a very like, risky venture and you will not make money. Because Netflix was making a bunch of money and they're like, great, we'll make a cash cow by making our own content. And then all their content turned out to be fucking shit. Yeah. The Netflix, and realized, the, the, the comedy specials were fine. I mean, yeah, but those were like, that's a comedian. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not like Netflix comedian, really putting in the work. They're not the thinky part. They're the streamy part. Yeah. And like, they try to make their own shit and they're like, oh, turns out you need talent to do that. Yeah. Ooh, you can't just like make some little like drawings and. Yeah. It turns out. out Throwing money at problems is not a good way to make money. The Soviet Union learned that. Yeah, so, yeah, Netflix, like, yeah, I don't feel bad for them. I, I don't know. No. Like, no. they could it's just... like, they're kind of old news, honestly, yeah. Netflix. Like, if someone's like, hey, guys, we can go on Netflix. I'm like, eh. Yeah, I mean, I like the eh. service and everything. Come like, over and we can watch Netflix. I'm like... I'm just like I'm just Paramount? kind of over streaming services because it's like you said earlier they're becoming cable basically without commercials. Y- yeah. I mean some of the I mean I have HBO Max some of with them ads. Have ads. Yeah, some Hulu of them have has ads. ads. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
So yeah. I think the only the only streaming services that I have that I use that don't have ads are probably Disney Plus and Netflix. And even Netflix yeah. is considering doing ads. Disney Plus, they can afford it. not having ads. By the way, they are raising their prices, I think, next yeah. year. But yeah, they can afford it because they're fucking Disney. You know but what? yeah, the only okay, way that gonna... streaming works as a business model is if you have a monopoly. Or I don't even really know how content. they make money. Or have really good content. Yeah. Yeah, you need to be the only name and you need to have good content to justify. But I don't get like how it works out financially, right? So yeah. like the, what I don't get is like how individual shows get like a box office number or individual movies get a box office number. Like I, I get know. like they they count the number of streams, right? But yeah. how does that translate to I mean, but to it, that money? should be quantified differently. That should, you've already paid. It's like so. Imagine like like this. Imagine if instead of going to a theater to watch a movie, you just paid the theater for a random seat in a random movie. That or not a random movie, but a, any movie that they're showing well, at any no, given time. Here's what it's more like. It's like if you go to th- go to a theater and I'm and you're like, here's ten dollars. I'm gonna see a movie. Yeah, yeah, and then it's like, then they just like track whoever. <laughs> goes to yeah. what movie and it's like i don't know like but then uh, some people are like i'm gonna watch a movie but at a time that you don't know and i might be in different places yeah so like the i know that the idea is like let's say warner brothers is like we're gonna make the suicide squad mm-hmm. and then we're gonna get people to subscribe to hbo max and they're gonna you know k- keep watching stuff and they're gonna g- give us money you know we're gonna make another yeah. dc movie put it on whatever and you know do whatever yeah. but like if i pay I pay yearly for HBO Max. So like yeah. I put down $100 for HBO Max with ads for the whole year. Mm-hmm. And like I'm watching whatever shows and then they make the Suicide Squad. And then I watch the Suicide Squad. Am I really contributing to their box office numbers? I yeah, and that's the thing cuz you've already put up your money. And what if I watch right? everything so, on HBO Max? Yeah. And I See, and I, I put have- down my what comes out to like a little under $10 a month. Yeah. How how do how does my money divide like between all of that stuff? Like there's no way that these services make money. And I well, know that yeah, they don't. Like, Otherwise I mean, they wouldn't be in so much trouble. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, what I think the way they make money is it's not hard to like store like eight seasons of a TV show on a server and then have someone access it. Oh, that, you'd be surprised. I mean, I mean, objectively, that's a like the the principle of that is relatively rudimentary. Right. And when you get a monthly payment from all the people who are trying to get into that and and view that uh, show that's on a server that you maintain, I can see how they would make a profit and you just need enough people. It's like a um, you'd have to graph it out kind of to see how many people you would need to make that profitable. Yeah. Well, there's two Um, problems with that. But here's the thing. Here's the other thing. Some of these streaming services don't own the right to what they to what they have. Yeah, right? a lot so they of have it's to licensed. have some sort of insurance in case they get sued. They have to also pay the people who are maintaining their building, who are maintaining the servers, who are maintaining all that fun jazz. Um, so I mean, there are a lot of of hands in the pot here, and I think when it comes down to like all the hands in the pot and 
the risk that all these all these streaming services are taking like yeah they're gonna be hemorrhaging money of course they will be yeah even on the like the maintenance side of it like having the server like servers aren't cheap to i mean maybe they're sort of cheap to obtain but storage isn't cheap when you're talking about stuff on that scale Um, yeah isn't it so is it like like getting it like all the airflow right in a server room like is that an issue it is or it's a massive issue so they have to build it specifically to make sure that everything stays cool they have like warehouses just for servers you know these like big data centers yeah so you know like not only and then like routers and all that fun jazz well depending on the service depending on what company is running it they might be renting space in a data center i don't know yeah, they might some Disney probably owns a lot of data centers, but it's not cheap to obtain servers and to maintain them just like mechanically, like replacing parts here and there, like whatever. Yeah, uh, you have to worry about HVAC. You have to worry about cooling all of these computers, you know, and you have to worry about like like bandwidth, like so many if you're Disney, right, or you, let's say you're like Amazon and you have a lot of people trying to stream your content you know you have to worry about like you know getting it out right you have to have massive bandwidth yeah Yeah. you have to have multiple servers you have to have multiple data centers for like every region Mm -hmm. like to worry about getting the content out there in as little time as possible and you know the highest quality possible you know it's a it's a big big thing that's why youtube has been trying desperately to get as much like monetization as possible you know, run as many ads as they can, get as many people on YouTube premium. So, like, that is a massive issue on top of actually producing the content. Like, yeah. that's before well, you don't worry produce about any content. What do you, what, what content are they producing? Well, right? like, Netflix like, I mean, has originals on YouTube, not on YouTube, but like, I'm talking about streaming specific, generally as I'm an industry specific to YouTube. Like, what is YouTube making? That's not a drop in the bucket to what their servers have to hold. Uh, well, YouTube did experiment with doing original content. Yeah, but like, who wants to buy YouTube Premium to watch Scare PewDiePie? Well, like, I pay for Premium because I don't like ads and I like being able to watch offline. And that's fair, but like, like when I'm not at home, I don't want to be watching YouTube videos. Sure. Right? Like, and I, that's fair. I mean, sometimes I'm like on a bus or something or I might yeah. be traveling. But my point but... is that as an industry, streaming is you know not profitable because like of all of the maintenance costs but also paying your staff paying for you know producing whatever media or licensing media yeah yeah so like i don't get like i get if you are netflix and you're the only streaming service like in town right like i get you're working towards being the one-stop shop that everyone goes to if you can get everyone to pay for your service then like the money works out yeah. But if you're only like one of like 10 streaming services, like mm-hmm. how do you make money? Well, and then how on do you top even of that, break like, even? And then on top of that, like some of the, the creators that you have on your platform, right, are like, actually, I want to go to uh, uh, Amazon or I want to go to HBO Max or I want to go to Paramount Plus, right? And yeah. then you lose TV shows that are like big deals. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand how it works like financially it's a mystery to me i yeah i figure it's only a matter of time before 
the entire industry of, of media streaming either collapses or has to change radically. Just becomes TV again, doesn't it? It's just it's just becoming it becomes TV. TV again. What if fuck it? What if instead fuck it, of fuck it, fuck what if it. instead I'm gonna just of listen having... to radio again? Who cares? Yes. I'm gonna just listen to radio again. I'm gonna digress, regress into into radio again. We're gonna start gonna broadcasting my radio on shows, FM. my soaps. What if instead? Okay, so you know it's expensive maintaining these these servers and having anyone be able to access whatever content at whatever time. So what if we just broadcast it? We broadcast, you know, this show is running from this time to this time, and you can tune yeah. into the broadcast. It's so much cheaper to, to yeah. broadcast it like that. And of what if course. we, like, then, got like, all of these channels, I mean, these streaming services uh, on one, you know, in one data center, and you can just pick what service you want. And you can pay for it like a, like a, like a bundle or a package, and then you can like, get it like a streamed to you via a cable. Yeah, or, and then we can then, like, sell these cable packages. Hmm. And then, like, just in case we need some extra money to maintain stuff, we could have breaks, maybe in between yeah, episodes for, or in between shows. Uh, just we can have for these like people, commercial, commercial, commercial ad content. breaks. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. And we you could get like, like legacy media, like we could get legacy networks, like we could get NBC in here and, you know, we could get their stuff and, you know, they can have their own channels. I mean, streaming services. <laughs> but like we could organize it as like, I don't know, like a channel for the stream. Well, we right? would have to have each one have its own number, number corresponding yeah. to, um, to where you yeah. want, you know, where you're watching. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> describes television it's cable they're just doing yeah. cable again yeah we are um, regressing you know what i remember this really funny george harrison quote one time he was on the dick van dyke show and he was talking about television and he's just like my friend wrote a song about an octopus, my song about an octopus. <laughs> um now he he said um he was just like your commercial breaks are different because you know in england they have it as like end of part one now a brief break from our sponsors, right? Mm -hmm. In America, you guys just cut, and I don't know when the ad starts and the show begin or ad when I don't know when that when the show ends and the ad begins. It's all one big thing. Yeah, it's like there's no rules. It's like it, there there's no rules, and then they say this. I dreamed I saw. Oh, so, shit! Wrong, wrong, <laughs> wrong. Jordan Peterson. That one get through censors. <laughs> then they say this. What rules, you sons of bitches? Because there's no rules. I dreamed I saw my grandma playing with her. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyway. Anyway. What's going on? Um, HBO? So anyway, uh, fucking Pennsylvania, they're doing a uh, uh, election, primary election. Oh, is that the one where Doctor Oz is running? Yeah. Dude, I'm on the Dude. Fetterman train. Dude, I'm on the Fetter. I've been on the Fetterman track. I remember when he lost his bid. I think he was trying to run for governor, and he lost, but. Like, I just love seeing like a rich douchebag be just oh like overclassed by a dude who only wears a hoodie. Yeah, dude, I I remember Fucking when Doctor Oz was on TV, and my mom used to love watching his show. And I was like, it's kind of weird that the uh, that the the answer to this health problem just happens to be the people that paid to be on the show. It just—it's weird that he's saying like it's just like beet juice. Eat your poop, like, and then you get healthy. 
it seems like osteoporosis is a little bit more uh, a little bit more complex than that. Yeah. No, it's it's been great seeing John Fetterman like troll Doctor Oz oh, so hard. I love it. Calling him a, a carpet bagger, bringing Dude. back that shit. He's just trying to make a coup d'état. <laughs> I saw that. Did I send you that video? You did. No, I think I, I I think I'd seen that, and then you sent it to me. But you know, I I wanted one person on like the news show that I was like just kind of watching it on. I wanted one person to be like, "Yeah, that's that thing Trump tried to do like two years ago, right?" A coup d'état. Coup d'état. Coup d'état. <laughs> i love that video of uh of dr oz like at the grocery store at oh this grocery God. store that he hadn't been to for 20 years because he moved away a long time ago you he doesn't you he's, know, he doesn't he's pick like, up his own groceries right oh yeah for sure he's like awkwardly grabbing vegetables from the produce section he's like here's some broccoli this is you know whatever 2.99 here's some celery this is this price and then what was he he was grabbing something salsa and guacamole oh yeah salsa and guacamole and he was like huh this salsa is you know whatever price seven dollars this is this is twenty dollars worth of stuff and that's before even the vodka that's because of joe biden yeah, well, it's funny, too, because he's just grabbing this stuff, and it, you can tell he's rich because he's grabbing it without looking at other options. He's not even bagging right? it. He's not even bagging it He's not it bagging the, the produce. Like, this is the produce section. This is you not packaged food. You know he just put food. that away, right? He just put it away and left. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't making a coup d'etat, guys. He was, he was, um, he was, yeah, he was, like, grabbing this stuff, raw-dogging it in his arms, not using a cart. I was like... Bro, get a car. Like you are getting Bro, groceries, right? You've yeah. gotten groceries um, before. But on you top, you yeah, have gotten yeah. groceries before, right, Dr. Oz? Please tell me you have bought groceries in your life. Well, and it's great too because um I, I just love how he's grabbing um stuff and naming off the price, but you can tell it just doesn't have any semblance. Like he doesn't know how much that is. Three dollars. I remember you know, three dollars. That's, that's they used a to be lot? more. That's that's a lot of money. Three dollars is that's quite the, some cash. Is it too much or too? Mark? Is it, it's high, right? Because it's Joe that's Biden high. went here that's and he right? personally marked up all the food, right? Yeah. Would it be yeah. reasonable for me to blame this on Joe Biden, or is this a normal price? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And then John Fetterman just has a picture of him with a fucking veggie tray. Yeah. That's great. It's three bucks. It was like three bucks. I love it. Yeah. If you're in Pennsylvania, Amazing. vote for John Fetterman. It's great. Yeah. Dude, even right wingers are like, no, Dr. Oz is kind of fucking weird. He's kind of a kook. He's kind of a kook. And nah, I'm good. Yeah. What a freak. Oh, man. Anyway, I have a quick update, a little announcement. Um, we're back on you're Google pregnant? Podcasts. I'm pregnant and we're back on Google Podcasts. Wow. Um, for a while, like, I don't know. I switched hosting sites like two years ago right like before i moved and like everything went fine like transferring everything uh but google podcasts after a while just stopped showing stuff from our rss feed so like the show was not updating it wasn't showing new episodes it wasn't showing the current like album art it was just showing all the old shit from our old rss feed and i got it sorted out the show in its current form is on google podcasts all right yeah i had someone that i was like plugging the show to they were like yeah i listened on google podcasts so like sorry can't listen to the show 
No. So none of that, none of that anymore. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I have to go to the bathroom and then we can get to the, uh, the movie. I got to take a shit too. So yeah, you should put on Shirley Temple. Oh yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to play some hold music. offer is not sold in stores so call now it's not it's sold in stores available. so okay i now know I, I know how to measure the time it takes for me to shit now it, it's one shirley one temple shirley, little darling little dvd darling collection DVD infomercial commercial. yeah <laughs> <laughs> well it's great because because now like if someone's like how long does it usually take for you to shit i'm like how long is the shirley temple little darling infomercial <laughs> that long that's how long it takes for me to shit one of those (laughs) one of those (laughs) roughly one of those give or take 15 seconds so i don't want to sound bigoted here but like that's a great way to start a sentence that's a great way to start (laughs) like i'm just i'm innocently curious how do you pronounce dr ross's first name uh mehmet mehmet i don't know if it's mehmet or mehmet i'm not sure i i'm just not i'm not used to names that also i'm dyslexic not racist I just don't know how to. T- I'm dyslexic, to not racist. I just don't know how to pronounce it. I'm sorry. I'm bad at reading. I don't read good. <laughs> That's a great quote. Can we get that I'm on dyslexic. a t-shirt? I'm, I'm dyslexic, dyslexic, not, not racist. racist. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna reach out to some fucking t-shirt company. Please Fuck it, I'm putting it on my tea public page. <laughs> I'm dyslexic, not racist. If yeah. I mispronounce your name, I'm sorry. <laughs> that, that really kind of reads like those like boomer shirts hold on I'll, I'll, <laughs> there's a there's actually an account I on twitter from the school of hard knocks <laughs> i was born in 1979 i'm dyslexic and i don't put up with bullshit if you don't like it you can leave like those kinds of shirts they're just it's so like, okay. there's this account on twitter called boomer core <laughs> um, let me let it. me send you some examples it kind of reads like, oh, here's one that they just. Um, I'll send it to the um, things we say in the chat. Yeah, sure. Uh, stuff we send um, during the show. The cum corner or no stuff we send during the show, not the cum corner. Oh my god, <laughs> cross buns. I like that. <laughs> oh, here's 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 the kind of format that I was thinking of. Warning, grumpy. Warning, grumpy, sarcastic. Un- it has like 10 different fonts predictable and un unmedicated firefighter annoy at your own risk also this one walk away i am a grumpy old man i was born in october i have anger issues and a serious dislike for stupid people and it has like the grim reaper holding some dog tags pointing at the camera wow it's great you yeah know. i want something like that but it says <laughs> i'm dyslexic not racist but that's just to inform people for when I can't pronounce a name. I'm dyslexic, and they come from another not country, racist. If I mispronounce your like, name, it's because I'm a moron. I'm like, hi. I can't think of a, like, I, for some reason, Mariah is a name that I have issues with. Oh, John. I actually used to do that, too. No, I actually did. Because they're like, no, this is okay. I'm gonna, you got me now. This is why English is bullshit. People would say, just pronounce it like it sounds. Just, you know, pr- pronounce it like it sounds. Nothing is spelled like how it sounds. No! Have you seen uh, uh, xylophone? Yeah. There's no phonetic entree? way to pronounce that. Have you seen the name John? There are like, 
the name Alan. The name Alan. There are like eight different na- ways to spell Alan. Yeah, it's dumb. It's dumb. It's like someone saying it's like it's like when someone's like, "Hey, just just pronounce it like it sounds." It's the equivalent of someone pushing you down a buttery escalator and just telling them to like just walk down like normal. Yeah, like that's not how it works. Yeah, it's not phonetic, bro. It's not. It's so goofy. Goddamn, I'm dyslexic, man. I don't got time <laughs> for this shit. Anyway, we watched a movie this week. Yes, we did. <laughs> we did watch a movie. We watched Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yes. Yeah, we were talking oh, about so it a little before we recorded. I have, yeah, no, I have vivid memories uh, when my family would be like, um, would be camping. Because I was a little kid. I didn't get all the sexual references and all the different stuff. Yeah, I remember so, Indiana Jones. We watched it as a kid when we went camping. Yeah, I remember Robin Hood Men in Tights. I watched it as a kid when we, when we went camping. Yeah, we watched those movies when we went camping. You went camping those a lot. Those are the movies we watched when we went camping, Alex. <laughs> Uh, we had it, I think, on VHS, too. It was pretty great. Oh, cool. Um, it was awesome. And some parts would be, like, like all gravelly, and some parts would be, like, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah Still better than streaming. Because someone was trying to look at the titty scenes. <laughs> um, but, um, no, it, I... So, recently, last episode, actually, Alex told me that J- Dave Chappelle's in this movie. Yeah. And... You know those times when you this like, would have smell been early smell? in his career too, because this was like nineteen ninety three. He was young. He was yeah. really young. Um, and you know those times when you like smell a smell and you have a vivid memory from when you were a kid that has been untouched since the time you it's, made it's the kinda, memory. This kind of smells like Dave Chappelle. Well, no, Alex told me Dave Chappelle's in it, and I like. Oh, my he would have been like twenty. Like, he was born in nineteen seventy three. This came out in nineteen ninety three. Dude, he was my age. Dude. <laughs> Dude. He was well. He would he would have been younger than us, or like my uh, roughly my age when it came out, but like younger when it was being shot. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I, you know, like my brain did like a face match, like a sudden computer face match, and it was like Dave Chappelle. Now that guy you have a vivid memory of when you were probably seven. Yeah. When you were watching it on the VHS on the TV, the same person. Yeah. <laughs> They're the same, and then like I saw the dad from the Wizard of Waverly Place in there. Um, he was one of the peasants. He was actually I was his dad. That was Dom uh, DeLuise. Yeah, I know. No, no, no. And also David DeLuise is in it too. Oh, he was. He was. He was one of the peasants. Oh, cool. Remember when they're like, "Who votes, yay or nay?" And he goes, "Which one's which?" Well, I thought that that was David DeLuise, and then I saw that it his is. dad was in it. And I was like, well, it, it must have been him. Both of them are in it. That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. And uh, it's it really, fun. it's really cool how Dom DeLuise, you know, got in here by his own talent and his own, and his son also just happened to be talented enough to also get into the movie. Stab it's you, so Alex. interesting like... how talent happens to be genetic in Hollywood. And if you, uh, I'm going to stab you, you have a, a parent in the industry, you. you just happen to be talented enough to also get into the in industry the, on your own talent. Stab you in the stomach. Stab you in the stomach. <laughs> drink your bile and throw it back up into your face <laughs> anyway anyway so um now i'm a trekkie fan and so that's why i was so touched to realize that this is the first movie i've ever seen that had patrick stewart in it yeah like like but like not like old like pick like picard tv show era like patrick stewart not old patrick stewart like this current day like, patrick stewart like Captain Picard from Next Generation Patrick Stewart. Oh, yeah. Right? 
And so I was like, wow, there was a time that I was, well, it wasn't Love 93, but like there was a movie that I saw where I was like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's that guy. And he was looking like that. And I just found that cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also like, I'm realizing too, what movies really set your standard for what is and isn't like attractive as a person. Yeah. Like the guy who plays Robin Hood in my childhood mind was like the pinnacle of being attractive. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's kind of a looker. Yeah, he's a looker, but like he was the standard I set myself to. Yeah, <laughs> that's an and interesting like, like body standard. I like how he, when he's fighting with a sword, he's also giving this like, no offense to anyone who might be on the spectrum here, but he's also giving like a that's like a great that's another stare. great way to start a sentence. <laughs> I don't even I don't even know how this connects. Yeah, you know the scene he's, where he's fighting with the sword. No offense to autistic people. But he's like looking, staring at him like this and going, yeah, like that and smiling and sword fighting. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> no, it's cool. Yeah. If Carl Eus, out, great guy, great actor. Out, I, I don't want to offend any, any people on the spectrum. Yeah. I'm sorry. For, yeah. For anyone who's only listening to the audio on this audio only show, he was like making intense eye contact. He was. And, uh, uh, I, yeah, I just, I, he just had this really constantly goofy demeanor, which of he's course charming. is a comedy. He is charming, charming as hell. He's very charming. Carl Hughes, like if you're listening, which I know you are, if you want to come on the show, you know. Oh, hell yeah. Is he still alive? Yeah, he's only like six. He's 59, I think. Dude, wait, really? Yeah, he's like young. Oh, Carrie Eus. Or Il Eus. I thought it was Carl. Yeah. Cool guy. How do you spell it? C A R Y. E L W E S. How about that? Yeah. What a charmer. What a charmer. He didn't age well though. Yeah, yeah. I don't his eyes are too close together. <laughs> That's great. Now we're not gonna have him on the show because you insulted him. Because I insulted That's him. the one That's... reason we're not gonna have him on the show. You know what? I he's also in the Princess Bride. I, I imagine yeah. he's the the main dude i like how yeah, Mel brooks was like no let's get the dude from the princess bride on this comedy <laughs> yeah i love that i love that so he's much He's playing like the same guy yeah essentially i oh this is just a, this is <gasps> this is the shrek of its day yeah this is the shrek of its day it's just making fun of the princess bride <laughs> well the princess bride was also like kind of making fun of the genre well not okay. making fun well. of it but like having a having a silly go of it Anyway, now this I, I I can tell watching it, and I've also like seen some like background info on the movie. It was like a lot of it was making fun of other Robin Hood adaptations of the time. Like, yeah, there's the one definitely. joke where he's like, unlike other Robin Hoods, I can actually speak I with an English accent. English accent. It's like I do not know what that is referencing, but I will I will be impressed and laugh anyway. Yeah, um, I like the one because like I. Kind of reminds me of my sense of humor now, where he where he brings the pig up and he tosses it on the table and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's a giant boar!" And he goes, "No, sir, that is a wild pig. That's a giant boar pointing at the king." Yeah, N not even right? the king, the prince. The prince, right? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's something that I would totally like if I was smart enough in that moment and anxious enough to fuel that like smart creativity that is totally something i would say that's great yeah i i love that's, that scene oh he, like, it's kicks so the good. door down wa walks in like a freaking chad yeah just like dick out he could have just been dick out oh, frankly yeah. clothes yeah. on 
dick poking out. Yeah, but like out of that flap that you use to pee. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like dick that. and balls fully on display. Fully exposed. Yeah. yeah. But like enough that you know that he like not just like poked a little bit of the skin through. Oh, but yeah. He like fully. cupped his his entire scrotum and and his, slowly his newly circumcised through. penis. <laughs> you can see the stitches. Yeah. <laughs> it's still dripping blood. Yeah. <laughs> anyway the movie definitely feels sorry. of its time I'm so sorry that's stupid. <laughs> i'm sorry to the viewers that's that's um that that was dumb. that was a very valid very insightful critique of the film actually <laughs> uh, no it definitely feels of its time with like you know referencing other robin hood adaptations and like the yeah. humor and like the title oh, for sure i love the constant <laughs> they're wearing tights but they're men but they're women yeah, wear mean, tights girls well, it's, wear tights these are men they well, can't i've seen that, that's I've different seen, i've seen male runners wear tights they're just comfy i suppose so i've i just wear sweatpants they have the legs I, for I, actually actually thank you thank you no not you oh i said they, they the people in the movie anyway i've worn long johns before which are the closest thing i think i've come to wearing tights yeah. and they're comfortable it's like it's like wearing pjs under your clothes mm -hmm. it's nice Very it nice. just is mm -hmm. i get a little warm though yeah well i mean that's like the point because they're I mean, long if it's like that's the thing about michigan though like if you go into a building and it's negative two outside it's gonna be like 87 degrees inside oh yeah and you have to peel off fucking everything yeah they need to make like transitions like transitions like glasses like a transition but for like, clothes like a hallway like somehow your clothing morphs from being made of wool to being like a thin like spandexy kind of thing like if i'm 87 degrees i'm wearing an undershirt and shorts yeah no underwear sandals yeah going commando bitches oh yeah um yeah anyway yeah like like the uh, the humor feels a little at, aged a little aged yeah <laughs> like there's a little, a little like subtle like homophobia sprinkled in there's like a like like hints of racism yeah or it's, it's like 93. the joke is that the african people have funny names yeah 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 and uh, his hat yeah well what 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 do you mean the hat dave Chappelle's hat did you notice his hat uh I, it's like I a baseball cap oh like a backwards ba baseball cap because he's black yeah because he's black he's black i did like the joke at the end though when they're like when he's like a chew i'd like to make you sheriff and they're like <laughs> a black sheriff yeah <laughs> and he's like what's wrong with that it worked and was it uh blazing saddles saddle, blazing sa hot saddle <laughs> i'm so great at making just like generic titles for it, things it worked in hot horseback <laughs> Horseback. did i tell you one time um i was working and the pharmacist we had a floater pharmacist which is for people who don't know it's just a pharmacist who fills in for like a pharmacist they can levitate like three inches off the ground <laughs> yeah but only three inches yeah but anyway he had a, a water bottle that had a grateful dead uh sticker on it and i was like oh nice sticker you know the thankful dead <laughs> and he was like he was like yeah and christine my co-worker slash my work mom looks at me she goes she's from carolina she's from the carolinas she or virginia i think she's from virginia so she's like yeah then say that again i'm like 
yeah, the Thankful Dead. And they start, they burst out laughing. This, I hope I'm pushing the right sound pad. Uh, this is this is Gavin trying to remember the name of something. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him, uh, foot, foot, excuse me. <laughs> It's like it's like me calling like the White House the White Home. Yeah. Like oh wow I'm in the White Home. Yeah. 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 Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it is it, the movie has definitely aged. I don't know. If I'd time. say poorly, but it is aged. I think I think if you've never seen the movie before, um, it's you like it's one of those movies that you've seen at once and you're kind of like okay I get yeah. it now. Um, it, it's the kind of movie where it helps if you grew up with it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I no, didn't. When I was a kid, I grew up with this movie, and I've watched it more times than I can count. It's just that those times that I watched it was when I was in adolescence, and I don't remember watching it. So, I mean, I remember watching it. I know that I've watched it. I remember snippets of scenes, but I don't remember the plot. Yeah. And so, like, now that I've seen it again, it brought back a lot of, like, feels from when I was, like, a kid. And like, remember when um, the uh, the sheriff is is marching? Like the kid runs from the forest and he's like, ah! Yeah. And the sheriff is following him, and you see the like the green grass that they're on the path, right? Mm-hmm. That reminded me of when like I was a kid, and I would make comparisons between like just in my head of the green grass in that movie to the green grass when I was camping. Oh yeah. And I was like, it's just like in the movie. It's was, grass, grass, like from Robin Hood Men in Tights. But it, it was so like it it still had that like childhood like glimmer to it. Yeah. That's like, like when I call uh Master Chief Halo from Fortnite. I'm gonna actually <laughs> snipe you from your house. But you know, it I don't know, it, st- it still had that childhood halo in my head. Yeah. Of like green grass, and it's like I still could see the dew on it and I remember when I was a kid just running through it, my feet would get all wet and the ground would be a little smushy because it was wet and it yeah. just rained and it was sunny out and it was like a cool breeze and you smelled all the... Anyway, I'm getting too far into it, but like it brought back that stuff and I was very thankful for that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I would never begrudge that, but as like someone just watching it like for the first time, a lot of it felt like, it, like, like you said, aged. Um, like one of the like obviously like i pointed out like the joke with the african guys is that their names sound funny yeah. and like one of the like you know the the like the handmaiden or whatever for the uh for maid mary oh yeah is german the the joke is like she's fat like she jumps off the balcony onto the horse the horse is like oh hell no and then she like lands on the ground makes like a crater i mean i don't see what's so bad about that one it it just feels like mean like I don't know. Like, whenever the joke is just that someone is fat in a movie, it just feels like, I don't know, just like low-hanging fruit in terms of comedy writing, but also just kind of like, uh, just mean. I just, I don't know. Like, if it was something demeaning her character, like, if it was something like making her a bad person because she's fat, like, that would be something that I would be like, come on, like, that's kind of stupid. Well, like, like, I, n- I don't think anyone really says, like, someone is a bad person for being fat. It's more, like, in the form of, like, hey, let's point and laugh at this fat person. Like, that's usually how okay. it goes. Yeah. And, like, it's, it's, uh, I didn't, I didn't like it. It felt icky. Okay. Yeah. I, I, you know, and also, I, I'm seeing these through rose-tinted glasses because it was, like, 
I saw this when I was a kid. Yeah. And so I get it. I I can put it in modern perspective and be like, yeah, I get I get your point. Yeah. It's just um, like the the comedy isn't worth making someone feel bad about their body. Yeah. I, I also don't really like the kind of two-faced depiction of how wearing tights makes you effeminate and that's somehow like a a bad thing yeah like i like it's part i get that partly the joke is like these are like overly masculine guys like trying to like compensate like you know like the joke is partly they're like tights are gay and they're for women but i i'm wearing them and but it's okay when i wear them because i'm we're men and we we're men in tights. in tights um but also the movie is just kind of presenting it like plainly like that from that perspective yeah but like also like haha gay people are funny yeah also yeah also they are making fun of gay people like they yeah. throw in a little like bit some- of lispiness into the dance number yeah and it's like um not it, they're not trying to say like look at you can wear what you want and still be tough and still be able to do things it's like haha look at gay people aren't supposed to be tough yeah yeah whatever message of like you know wear what you want is like coded in this like this this candied layer of like like it takes the form of also still otherizing gay people and being like at least you're not like the lispy queers (laughs) like yeah like it takes that form of being like hey you know you can be a man and wear tights like if it was just that i'd be fine with it but it adds on like you can be a man and wear tights unlike the gays like you don't have to be the gays which is also bad you know or like it seems like remember the line where it's like we're men we're men in tights uh or like we may look like pansies but someday we'll put out your lights you know that part um yeah that i forgot the half of it but anyway it's like they're saying, because we're tough, we'll put out your lights. But if they're gay, they won't. Yeah. Yeah, you can either be gay or tough. Yeah. Which, like, what if you want to be not gay, but also not violent? Or what yeah. if you want to be, yeah. like, a butch gay man? Listen, what or if I don't bisexual? Fight anyone? Sometimes if, people yeah, are bisexual. Like, what if I want to be, like, a relatively meek-looking guy who just wants to change the world around me for the better? yeah by peaceful means yeah yeah no that that makes you gay by not forcibly making a woman marry me just so i can fuck her yeah yeah like the sheriff of rottingham yeah dude it's like i wanted to talk about his arc it doesn't change well it just doesn't well like his like his progression through the story so like you know his goal is to like whatever defeat robin hood whatever whatever i what i want to talk about is the end where he's like trying to marry maid marion and then, yeah. like, the wedding, like, it's you know, canceled. Robin Hood is like, eh, I'm going to shoot you with an arrow. And then yeah. he's like, okay, I'm just going to rape this woman. Yeah, All pretense much. dropped. I am going to rape this woman. <laughs> yeah. And then Robin Hood <laughs> stops him. Luckily, good thing. Um, And then, like, his comeuppance is that <laughs> he is then, like, you. Uh, we can only assume raped by the ugly woman. Like the punishment for rape is being with an ugly woman. Yeah, and the fact that like like his life was in exchange for that. Yeah. I feel like if you're you should save someone without the expectation of sex. Yeah. Yeah. But also it's a comedy. 
But also, why is that funny? Yeah, why is it funny that an ugly woman has a sex drive? Also, I mean, objectively, she's, she, I mean, without the makeup, obviously she's playing a character. But yeah, like, she, they like I, made I her she's a pretty. witch. Oh, yeah, for sure. She's pretty. Yeah, like if we assume that she just looks like that, like why is it yeah. funny that she has a sex drive? Yeah, it's not, no, you don't understand, Alex. Ugly people don't deserve that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it always feels icky when movies are like, hey, look at this ugly person. <laughs> they think they deserve love and physical affection. <laughs> Let's let's throw <laughs> rocks at them. Fucking uggo. Let's gouge their eyes. Let's yeah. kill them. Although there were some good spots um, in this, like when um, they're on the bridge and they are having a sword fight. Yeah. Oh, I like how oh, that digressed. They're like that fighting with good. the staffs. Yeah. And they keep on breaking in half. Yeah, And then they're just like, they have like, like little like toothpick sized staffs. Yeah. And they're like, and they're like. Uh, and then Dave Chappelle's um, little gif, that, or gif, little um, little ditty there where he, he gets on the creek and he's like, look at Robin Hood. It's not that big of yeah. a deal. Look at, I'm on one side. I'm on the other side. Yeah. I'm on the east side. I'm on the west side. It made me say this. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so funny enough, two characters in this movie uh, are later went on to star on Disney Channel. Which are uh, yeah, David DeLuise okay, and the guy that plays Bob Duncan. Yeah, yeah. Haley, I was yeah. watching it with Haley, and she's like, "Is that Bob Duncan?" Yeah, and I was like, "It yeah, looks it like him." But this is 1993. Would he like be in this? Yeah, he's Bob. That's Bob Duncan. That's Bob Duncan. That's great. Awesome. I like seeing I him stuff. That he's yeah. cool. He's cool. Yeah. Um, and Dave DeLuise and his dad Don DeLuise. Um. Uh, bah, 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 bah. I did like the mob boss scene. Yeah, yeah. Dom DeLuise is like, yeah, being the Godfather. The, like, hey, spaghetti, the uh, crime, yeah. and, uh, lasagna. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what else was good? What else was good in this movie? Um, when they checked the script. Oh yeah, I, the, like, I get another shot. Some of that was like, funny. Some of it kind of felt like, okay, what are we doing here? I can see that, but I, I really like the, like, when it's just like, I don't know, I just like the off-the-cuff breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, kinda, I, like, I enjoy that stuff. I just feel like m maybe at times this movie leans into it a little too much. Like, I like a, I like a nod that. to the camera here and there. You know, it's a comedy movie. It's a, it's a Mel Brooks movie, okay? Like, it's, it's not going to yeah. be taking itself too seriously. It's just a way to tell jokes, right? Like, I, I appreciate that. I like it. I like it a lot. But it it, I, I don't like it when movies do it too much, where it's like, what are we, in some kind of Robin Hood movie? It's like, yes, you yeah. are, okay? Do the movie. Like, I don't, so, oh. like, I don't want you to, like, do this the whole time, you know? Like, like make a robin hood movie and be like aren't robin hood movies stupid it's like okay what are what are we here for then yeah um you know one thing i didn't one thing i'm a little disappointed about on retrospect that i didn't see was any actual stealing from the rich and giving to the poor yeah there wasn't a lot of robin hood stuff there wasn't i don't even know if they call like, him robin hood they call him robin of loxley yeah um also but, he like, fights for a king he was like in, in Jerusalem Crusades. at the beginning of the movie, and he was like, "I won't give Crusades. up my king." Hmm? Yeah, and yeah, but that yeah, was when he was being interrogated before he, how he that was before he knew how it was in England. Yeah, but like, and then he no, was like, he oh, was he good. was like fighting for the king. The prince is the one that was like fucking things up at home. Well, yeah, but yeah, 
But he, the prince is not the king. The prince isn't the king. Right. So I'm saying right. that the prince is what he's fucking everything up at home. Right. But Robin Hood at yeah. the beginning of the movie, he's like fighting for the king. Yeah. Yeah. So like that doesn't seem like a very Robin Hood thing to do. Like That's Robin true. Hood's whole thing is being against like tyranny. Yeah. And like kings by design are like are tyrannical. tyrannical. Um, like that's yeah. why I didn't like and the ending when Patrick Stewart, yeah, I mean, the good yeah. royal guy, shows up and he's like, "Oh, my brother, you are bad. I'm the good monarch. And I'm the good I, dictator. I'm the good feudal lord." Henceforth, uh, brother John, every <laughs> every toilet every, shall be called a John. Called I like a John. That. Oh, that was pretty good. What else? Uh, there was one scene I had in my head and I forgot. Um, yeah, no, I, I one thing I was like, I wish there was just like at least a montage of them stealing from the rich and giving to the poor. Yeah, right? yeah, it, it didn't feel like, like a very Robin Hood kind of story because like I, I don't know Robin Hood. I don't think would be the kind of character to like believe in kings. Like the yeah. the, the problem with like. You know, all of the, like, you know, the sheriff of Nottingham, Rottingham, whatever, you know, taxing people and hoarding wealth and, you know, the the prince doing fucking whatever, like, taxing the people too much. Like, the problem isn't the guy that's in charge of the taxation. The problem is, like, the governmental structure. Like, it is a king. Yeah. Kings are not but a good like uh, form of government. Assumed. We had a whole war over it, if you remember. Uh, I just I find it kind of sad that it's just assumed that after Robin takes power, like he does good things. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not. Yeah. The problem isn't the guy in power. The problem is the power and how it's distributed. Yeah. Taxation also, re- scene, without representation is never going to be good. Taxation also, without Robin, representation. But the guy is nice. That's not the solution. Yeah. Also, like Miriam is just looking for the guy with the key that can open her thing. Yeah. He's, yeah. She, she's like waiting for the guy with the key to her pussy and it's like uh, right. how did and wait, how did so how did the the pussy key end up in robin hood's father's possession well, also it's, that's not the key it's not that's the joke at the end did you, did oh, you see that i remember that i forgot yeah, yeah it doesn't end up being the key the it's key. just a key that's funny but then okay but then like the main distinguishing thing between robin and the sheriff is that robin wants to fight for the rich or fight for the poor defeat the rich and he says also he says yeah. that we don't see it. And also, when the heart of Miriam, of Miriam, who presumably her heart can only be won by the guy who has the key to her pussy. Yeah, right. She's like, so, I won't give this up for anyone unless I'm married, uh, or you know, if he if he uh, if he has the key to my pussy. Commit, if he uh, uh, what's the if he pledges his eternal love to me, or if he's cute, or if he's cute. If he's I cute. mean, that was just a joke. That was, though. I, I like, like that. That, that was funny. That was pretty funny. Um. But the sheriff only wants to fuck, right? Yeah. And at the end, you see, like, Robin Hood, like, at the end when the credits are rolling, he's like, yes, it's unlocking. He's like, you don't believe this. This isn't the right key. Yeah. And she's like, what? And it becomes very serious for her, right? Like, all this shit has happened, right? And she thinks he's the guy because he has the key and he did all this stuff. And it's just assumed that they get the locksmith and he unlocks the key and they fuck. Yeah. But it's also just assumed that she's like okay with fucking now. Well, yeah. Now that she knows that he's not not the guy, he's not that guy. You kind of bring up a good point. The way that I read it was like they were just trying to bone. She was like into him. Like they. That's a good point. They too. tied the knot. Like they she was into him. Just to bone. Like the key and everything that was yeah. like beside the point. I saw that as like, well, 
are we fucking or what? Come on, they Robin. Whatever they get a re- get a regardless with they would have. Hmm? Yeah. Regardless they would have. Yeah, I think they would have. I just want to know how she pisses and shits. Yeah. Well, here's She the takes thing. a bath uh, with that thing on that. It does not come off. No. No, it doesn't. Um and here's the thing, like actual chastity belts too, like would often kill the princess. Because they can't piss or shit, or for for something else. No, they would take him off for pissing and shitting. They would just oh. have to have someone watch them piss and shit. Oh, oh, cool! Um, that's awesome. That's, that's awesome. so cool. But also, they didn't have stainless steel, and oh. they didn't have the means to like grind it down to make it so it won't cut into your skin. Oh. So not only that, but it would be rusting and cutting into your skin. Yeah. Dude, pussies have, like, a sensitive pH balance, too. Really? Is that right, Alex? So, like, I mean, like, yeah. Like, if you even look beyond, like, it cutting into your skin and being uncomfortable, like, But, like, that crotch area. Like, rust on your crotch. Like, that cannot be good for, like, your entire body. They would get tetanus and die, or just die of infection. Or get, like, septic shock or something. Yeah, toxic shock. Yeah, yeah, that shit will ruin you. That'll destroy you. Yeah. Yeah, you make a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this movie isn't realistic. No. <laughs> he he swims through the Mediterranean Sea. I thought that was funny. From Jerusalem. I, I like movies England. that don't take themselves seriously like that. That was pretty good. Um, But, like, if... Like, I, I don't want to make a huge comparison between this and everything everywhere all at once, but... No, like, go on. I think one... Th- make, make a the- huge comparison. I think one say thing that they're that exactly it, the same. I think the one difference in everything, everywhere, all at once, in Robin Hood, Men and Tights, in terms of their comedy, is that everything, everywhere, all at once was high production value, didn't take itself seriously, but made like almost nonsensical jokes and comments. Right? Mm-hmm. With Robin Hood, Men and Tights, it looks, it feels like like they constantly break the fourth wall and dive in too much to the goofiness to the point where it's just like yeah eh? yeah i felt that like like in the beginning where they're like shooting the arrows and they're like lighting the houses on fire and they're like oh these opening credits oh is mel brooks making a movie it's like mel yeah brooks is making a movie again yeah i don't know. i i don't know how i felt about that I, I'm kind of, I thought that part was funny I'm kind of on the um, fence about it i just thought that like some of the humor was a little too slapstick yeah yeah for sure which is mel brooks like slapstick is mel brooks yeah i guess it depends on your taste i don't mind slapstick so much if it's used well my problem is more with like the meta jokes like after a certain point it's like we get it yeah you're a movie (laughs) like like yeah it's cute and all when you look at the camera and you're like can you bully let me look at the script I okay. I didn't, I I didn't mind that, but like, I think we're on the same spectrum of taste, but I think we have slightly different tastes. Because I thought that scene was really funny. I thought that scene in particular was funny, but it's very easy to overdo. Like if they had went just a little bit further with it, I'd be like, okay, yeah. I get it. Or like if they would have been like, yeah, it's right here in between the blah 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 and the fucking, I'd be like, yeah. Eh. It feels like they're trying to be Monty Python. Yeah, and but it's American Monty Python. We're like Monty Python took itself seriously enough to not let you in on the joke yeah monty python like did a good job of structuring like the mythology like the and structuring the fiction dry, of it. 
But like, also, I feel like American humor really tries to make you get it, yeah. right? Yeah, that's Whereas, that's fair. Like dry English humor is like, if you don't get it, then think about it. Yeah, and, and I, well, like they're trying to do like Monty Python and the Holy Grail kind of stuff. But yeah. I, I think Monty Python and the Holy Grail is a lot different in how the fiction is set up. Like this is King Arthur. This is King Arthur times, right? The yeah. characters, as far as they know, are in King Arthur times. Okay? Everything fits into that. They're not like yeah. referencing Larry King. Like, who is Larry <laughs> King to you, Robin Hood? Who is he yeah. to you? Do you Larry watch King? late night TV? Do you have yeah. TV? <laughs> that scene when and it, it just it, it the, unravels. The, I don't like it. Like, like I, I think also like with some of the technology that's really old and that because it's 1993 right so mm -hmm. like he's like the prince is walking with miriam out to get her married right and he closes the gate with a clicker yeah i was like eh. yeah yeah eh. like i get it but like eh. like there's no joke there it's just hey this this person in the past is using a current thing ha 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 like, there's no joke. It's just referencing garage door openers. Yeah, which, I mean, we still have today, but like... it's Well, now it's like built into cars and stuff. Yeah. I, I mean, like... I don't know. It was some, made in 1993. Some... I can forgive that. Like... Don't throw me under the bus like that. No, I mean, I mean, like, specifically, as far as, like, him using a remote from 1993 yeah. goes, that... Yeah fine i don't expect him to have technology from now but i don't like yeah. the joke being that he's okay. just using a garage door opener mm -hmm. yeah i yeah, yeah. I, I, even at the time it's not a good joke yeah i agree but yeah, yeah all, all things considered i'd say best movie ever i'd say yes uh, i would say probably within the uh degrees of things with movies yes okay look it is a movie that came out in 1993 i will give it that also, the year that Kurt Cobain died. Wow. I think. Oh, was that 1994? There are no coincidences. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It has to tie together. Nope. I was wrong. 1994. Oh. So he could have seen this movie. I, he maybe, <laughs> maybe this is what... Maybe this was the last straw. Yeah. yeah he saw this movie and he was like, oh, There's fuck. nothing for me in this world. <laughs> nothing here. Nothing for this decade. I'm too bored. This movie killed Kurt Cobain. <laughs> um, That's horrible. Yeah. That's a, yeah. that's a horrible thing that you said and I had no part of. I'm going to shoot you out. <laughs> Just like Kurt Cobain <laughs> shot himself. <laughs> oh, that's Terrible. all you. That I'm going to send me. that to all of your future employers. I'm going to get a, a psychic to read her crystal ball and tell me all of your future employers. And I'm going to email this to them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will never pass up an opportunity to promote the show. <laughs> <laughs> And keep me on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's all part of my long-running scheme. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Yeah. 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 Anyway, yeah. I all would right. say out of all the movies, yeah, for sure. Um, mm -hmm. Out of all the movies from, from 1993 and before that, I mean, Possibly. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Possibly. Quite possibly. Mm -hmm. um, so next week. Oh, next week it's my turn to pick. I haven't even thought of what movie I want to watch um we could continue our mcu uh you know retrospective whatever um or we could continue twilight okay we can do twilight. 
if you wanted yeah, Twilight. Twilight. <laughs> uh, where where are so we're on the third one, Twilight. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. Twilight Eclipse. New Moon Eclipse. We just did New Moon. So next week, Twilight Eclipse. Uh, let me Google what it's on. Twilight Saga Eclipse. Uh, it's on Prime Video. Um, I also have the Blu-ray. It's on Plex, but that, that only applies to Gavin. Um, see, if I can watch it or else. And that's all I'll say about it. All right. I have to take a quick bathroom break because okay. I have drank a lot of coffee. Um, I'm so I'm going to play some hold music and I'll be right back. Call now to order your special edition. Shirley. Did you know that uh, Shirley Temple, the little darling DVD box set collection uh, was beautifully remastered in black and white and in color? Is that right? That's that is right. Wow. That is true. Did you know later on in her career? And I think we talked about this already. She became the fucking uh, a, a diplomat to Ghana. Yeah. Yeah, American that's like ambassador to Ghana. Yeah, that's actually when you Google her, that's like what she's listed as. It's like Shirley yeah, Temple, like, ambassador, ambassador to Ghana. Also, yeah. like, no, it's totally the funny darling because, of American cinema from 1935 to 1940. Well, it's funny because I looked up because I was like, this is it has to be like Robin Hood Men and Tights has to be a Mel Brooks movie. It right? is. Because it's just the same. Yeah, I well, know, he was is. in it. But he was the rabbi. Before, he was the rabbi, but before I saw it, I was like, this, this comedy is, this smells, this tastes, this feels like Mel Brooks. Yeah, was Princess Bride so, Mel Brooks? I'm not sure. I, I don't think. Let me, let me look anyway, it up. So I thought his name was actually Mo Brooks, M-O-E. Oh, the Princess Bride is on Disney+. Plus. I didn't know that. That's all right. Um, Mo Brooks is a different person. Okay. Um, Mo Brooks is... Um, Mo Brooks is a uh, United States representative. Oh, cool. Uh, uh, but it's funny because if you were looking up Shirley Temple and it brought up like ambassador to Ghana, you'd be like, oh, the diff- a different, it must be a different, different dude, right? Or gal, I should say. Nope, same gal, except for Mo Brooks. Different, Mel, Mel Brooks is not Mo Brooks. And that's the bit. Okay. It is a Mel Brooks style movie. But okay. it looks like it's not Mel Brooks. Gotcha. I'm glad Dude, Mel that we Mel Brooks is still alive, out. too, and I love that. He's 96. Yeah. What a treasure. I hope he's around before they, uh, like, I hope he's around if they make uh, Robots 2, which I'm, I'm vying for. Wait, did Mel Brooks help with that? Uh, he voiced Big Weld. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. What a guy. Um, he's an icon. But it's funny because if you went back to, like, the 70s, they'd be like, Mel Brooks, yeah, he's old. <laughs> yeah. He's been 90 for 100 years. <laughs> yeah, like forever. Dude, Big Weld, he's kind of hot. I think you should figure that out with like therapist Alex. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, recommendations of the week. Uh, I only have one that I wrote down. I probably have other stuff that I've thought of this week. Um, the rehearsal, if you didn't watch last week's episode, I talked about the rehearsal. It's a great show on HBO Max. Watch it before, you know, who knows what happens. Yeah. Um, but speaking of HBO Max and shows on it, I've been watching the new season of Harley Quinn. Uh, new episodes have been coming out on Thursdays. Uh, it's pretty good so far. I like the Joker's arc this season. 
So uh, have you seen, I know like you talk about the clip from the show. It. Yeah. So I saw another clip where the Joker is just a normal bartender. Yeah. Yeah. I think season two. Uh, uh, so like at the end of season one, Joker like does whatever big diabolical plan against the main characters. Then beginning of season one, it's like we think Joker's dead or we don't know where he is. And then he's like a normal guy. He like gets yeah. de jokered and he's like a bartender. Mm-hmm. Harley Quinn needs him for, you know, whatever thing she's doing. So she makes him into the Joker again. But like when he was regular guy, he like <laughs> he like married this woman or is at least dating her. Yeah. And she has like two kids and he's like their stepdad. Yeah. And then but he's he, actually like a good guy. Yeah. A good stepdad. Yeah. He becomes the Joker again. He's still with her. Like they're, they're still in love. He's still their stepdad. He like goes to PTA meetings. He like does the whole thing as the Joker as the Joker. That's his arc this season. And like like that as of the last episode that that I watched, he's like running for mayor and he is the mayor. And how does Batman? (laughs) Okay. So the, the old mayor was like whatever awful. And then he like died from getting impaled and also two face poisoned him. (laughs) What a way to get a new mayor. Like, our new mayor is Joker, the old mayor got impaled. So, (laughs) at first in season three, Jim Gordon, the commissioner, was running, and Two-Face was his campaign manager, and this is a Jim Gordon that has been in it for too long. He's, like, just a corpse of himself. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, it's like a whole thing. I I don't want to get too much into it, but basically, the Joker runs for mayor, so his stepson can get a bilingual education at Gotham public schools. That's a good reason to become mayor. I'd say. Yeah. And he's, yeah. So he like robs a bank to get like the news on him. And he's like, Hey, I'm running for mayor and I'm giving this money to you, the people. Okay. I'm going to fucking take on the big, the, the, the billionaires, the big corporations, and my my policy platform is free healthcare for everyone. I'm going to buff up our education system. Every child deserves the right to a bilingual education. And the news the like the 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 reporter is like, "What are you like some kind of socialist?" And he's like, "I'm not some kind of socialist. I am a socialist." All right. It's it's great. <laughs> and then like Jim Gordon is like a whole episode happens and everything and Jim Gordon is like hey like you you should do this. You the Joker I, <laughs> should be the mayor. I just want there to be like a debrief between Batman and and, and Joker or Batman is just like hey so um you're you're the guy now. Yep. Um how do you want like cuz I still have to uh, do something <laughs> like right? I can't like yeah. what am i how do i like and then i can just imagine joker being like let's keep our personal and professional lives separate batman <laughs> yeah it's it's great it's it's i'm loving this arc i'm loving it's, like dude socialist mayor stepdad joker it's he's like st- does he still rob banks as well mayor? He, like his one of his like publicity stunts because like he's he's given up like crime to be a stepdad okay. But then he's like robbing a bank at gunpoint. And like once he gets the cash, he's like handing it to each of the people there. Oh, to like that are in the bank? Yeah, all the hostages on the ground. He's like, here's some money. Here's some money. Here's some money. Yeah. 
It's off. <laughs> it's great. But that's but that would bar you because that's armed robbery. That would bar you from running for mayor. It's Gotham. Also, it's a cartoon. It's the you know it's what? the kind of uh, it's the kind of DC adaptation. It's like the anti Dark Knight. Like, do not take this seriously. <laughs> this is not grounded. <laughs> and I love that. I love media that's openly yeah. not grounded. Yeah. yeah. How many uh, episodes in a season? Um, average on average. See, let me. Well, first of all, we're assuming it's still fucking on HBO Max. Yeah. Hold on, I'm logging in. I'm getting on. Uh, hold on. Continue watching. Where the fuck is it? Let me just search. So f- the episodes are still coming out, but so far. There are oh I thought there was gonna be a new one. Um oh I guess we already watched it. Anyway, there are six episodes so far. Per season? Uh for season three. Around the third season. How many season. for like the first two seasons? Like uh the first uh thirteen in season one, season okay. two, also thirteen. Okay. Yeah, I can binge that. Yeah, and if episodes. it, I don't think it will. But if it happens to be taken off of HBO Max, I have the Blu-rays for the first two seasons. You can plex it. Yeah, yeah, you can plex it. Not plex parsec. It. Parsec. I remember you were calling me at three in the morning, like, "Hey, how do I watch everything everywhere also, all at once?" I'm on parsec, drunk. and I don't see it. Could you tell I was super drunk? Oh, you were. Could you tell? I mean, it was three a.m. and you woke me up, so oh. I. Could not particularly tell the difference. Okay. But anyway. Well, I was really drunk. That's my recommendation of the week. Harley Quinn's season three featuring based Mayor Joker. It's great. The based the funniest Mayor part Joker. is at the end of the sixth episode, which is the latest one so far. That's the one where he becomes mayor. So like Harley yeah. Quinn, Poison Ivy, like her people have been like out Dang. of town. Yeah. And like dealing with other stuff. And then at the end of the episode, it shows them like coming back and they're like, oh, I hope nothing's like changed too drastically in Gotham. You know, I I just want to get home and relax. Oh, shit. Joker's the mayor. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I love that. I love that. And like, I completely forgot that the Joker has any relation to Harley Quinn. I'm like, why why is she upset? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. She loves him. Yeah that's great that's a great show i love it a lot i can imagine harley being crazy enough to kill his wife though no this is like a not a crazy version of harley quinn like she's like harley quinn obviously but she's like it it's more like harley quinn if she was a main character in a sitcom yeah which i guess she is technically i would say so yeah i would say definitely yeah i would say best movie ever I would say it's not even a movie, but I'd, I would say best. Not even being a movie, I'd still say best movie, best movie ever. <laughs> hey, frankly, bold of you to say best movie ever. Yeah, frankly, that is bold of me to say. And yeah. with that, <laughs> thank you for listening to another episode of Bold of You I Say. I never got any recommendations, oh, you, Alex. Oh, you, well, you didn't write anything down, so. Well, I have some. You do? Yeah. Okay. I I would like to recommend people to. Get outside, smell some air. Fresh air is good for you. Smell some fresh air. Um, how dare you ridicule me like this, Alex? How dare you? The, the, I'm the reason people listen, Alex. I am bold of you to say. That's true. That Yeah, you do all of the work except for um, the work. most of the recording, uh, yeah, the planning, editing. the editing, yeah. the publishing, 
the promotion. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, I'm you just, do all of the work. I'm like the bum who just kind of shows up. <laughs> um, no, so everyone yeah, knows exercise. you're the cute one. I'm the hot one. That's how this works. Indeed. The, sh- the show McCartney, Hot Ones the- was named after me. I'm I'm Paul McCartney. You're John Lennon. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I was going to say, like, yeah, I'm John Lennon. I beat my wife, but I don't want that. I don't want that clipped. <laughs> well, you just said it, so no, I said it. I said it. I said it fast. I'm like, I'm John Lennon. I, can, I, my I wife. can edit that. I. I was gonna say, yeah, I'm. I'm like John Lennon, and then I was gonna say the full sentence. I don't want that clipped. Bring Haley in here. I need to ask her some questions. <laughs> hey, hey, Haley. Hey, Haley. Um. Hey, Gavin says that I'm like John Lennon. That's not true, right? Right. 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 That's awful. That's. Oh, it's terrible. It's a terrible thing. Um, that and um, uh, say what you will about John to- Lennon. I don't think it's good that he beat his wife. Really, Alex? Yeah, that's that's very that's agreeable really of bold, me to say. Man, holy shit! Um, I would also like to recommend make your own globes at home. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun to make globes. I've been trying to make a globe of Jupiter now for about oh, a week. That's cool. How do you do um, it? So you can do it multiple ways. It depends on a lot of. things factors so i don't know why I but I, I was immediately imagining like haphazardly thrown together like paper mache you know it basically is that i mean it's just like they they have special tools if you're going to make it professionally but what i did is i went to michael's i got a foam ball right and then like you can they have a, like a whole thing of foam balls just find the one that's the least dense yeah and there the are no rules them. for how to do it you know you know if no, they if, if you, just, you go in there if you go in there and you're like hey what are the rules for making a globe they say this what rules, you sons of bitches? <laughs> so, so I found a... And then, and then they phone. say this. I dreamed I saw my maternal grandmother sitting by the bank of a swimming pool. And then you realize that Michael's hiring process is really not that thorough. Yeah, then you're like, can I speak to someone else? Yeah. You feel the opposite <laughs> <But>. of this. <laughs> and then for some reason, there's an ad break. There's like a commercial that plays and it sounds like this. It's crazy. It's crazy. Are you gonna Michaels. let me explain how to make the globe? Are you gonna show me? Are you gonna explain? Are you gonna let me explain this? And then, Alex? like, if you ask what is the essence of globe making, they say this: America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. But instead of America, they say globe making. I was gonna put him. Uh, foot, foot, excuse me. <laughs> so, so I'm doing it this way. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I take, I took a foam. Ball from Michaels. Uncle Ben, what happened? <laughs> I took a foam ball from Michaels, and then I um I painted or I painted it down with some chalk paint. You put a lot of layers of chalk paint on that just to cover up some of like the foamy textures. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you sand that down because the chalk paint won't like apply evenly. Yeah. Um, it's not going to be a perfect sphere, but that doesn't matter because you're probably going to be painting over it anyway or pasting over paper. So there are two ways you can do this. You can either um, take a pencil, because it's chalk paint, you can pencil over, you can like pencil stuff in. What you have to do is you have to make a grid, um, you have to draw in a grid, so that if you're going to paint it, you can section off the slices of the of the globe, right? And delicately paint over each slice. Or if you want to be able to like redo slices if you mess up, you can... Um, you could draw the slice on a piece of paper, right? And then do the whole, do it all up, cut it out, and then paste it onto the globe, okay. right? 
So the cool thing about um, using like really thin paper for this is that because it's going to wrinkle when you put it on a globe, but stuff that's flat on a, on a non-flat surface yeah. makes things wrinkle. Who'd have thunk it? Um, yeah, and it like textures so it. What, yeah, exactly. So what you have to do is um, either if it's really small, that makes it difficult because the paper will want to, to crinkle more. But if it's bigger, you can have more liberties with the materials you use to paste over. Um, but if you're using something relatively small, it can help to just kind of cut the, the sides of the slice that you're pasting on. And then you put the glue on the ball or on the paper, either way, whatever works. Whatever works for you, yeah. really. Um, and then you place on the, the bit, the, the, the slice, um, and then you can take a stick or your fingers even and just paste it over and let it kind of solidify. Yeah. Um, there are no rules. Important. There aren't. There are no you no rules, you sons of bitches. You sons of bitches, there aren't any rules. rules? So right now I'm in the... Yes, Alex, yes. Um, so right now I'm trying to make a uh, globe of Jupiter. I haven't started on the painting process because I'm still trying to figure out how I should pencil in the, the sections. Um, but yeah, it's really neat. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Best hobby ever, I'd say. Out of, out of all the hobbies, I'd say it's one of them. Yes, it yeah. is. It is a hobby. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's the show. I think that's the show. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Bold of You to Say. If you liked it, then that's how, that, that's how I feel about it. Uh, like and subscribe if you want. I can't stop you from, from doing that. Leave us a review on Podchaser. That's like an IMDb type site for podcasts. Uh, leave us a review on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you can if you want. Preferably positive, I think. You know, if you have any negative thoughts, keep them to yourself. Am I right? Share the show with a friend. Tweet our episodes. Tweet our clips. Uh, just play the show out loud at work if you want. You know, leave a comment. Hell, just open your window, get your loudest speaker, and just blast this. You don't care about the sound ordinance. Just oh, yeah. do it. Yeah. Break laws for us. Yeah, exactly. Follow me on social media. Don't follow Gavin don't anywhere. Go. Don't follow me. Stop. Subscribe to my YouTube Stop channel. Stop it. Not Gavin's. Don't follow me. Don't do it. Stop it. Seriously, you don't Stop. want to know what happens. I'm looking at you, Jonathan. You don't want to know what happened. You're looking at my server. You want to know what happened to the last guy who followed me? Exactly. You don't know. Because yeah. I killed him. Yeah. Yeah. You want to know why you haven't heard of him? That's why. Because I. Yeah. 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 Well, let's just leave it at that. Let's just keep it there. Have a good 9 a.m. through 9 p.m. Our official business hours. And let's jump out of it. Get out of this pool of comedy and humor. That's true. Thank you.